in the past weeks. Yes, yes. Yo, We're yo, here yo. to give our very important opinions on everything <laughs> that's entertainment related. That's right. Hey, <laughs> because it's very important <laughs> for you to actually know. It's fine. <laughs> I know you missed us very much, so let's get on with it. So, in these two glorious entertainment-filled mm. weeks, how did you entertain yourselves? Let's start with our... Resident Rita. How did you entertain yourself? Resident uh, I Rita. like to be called Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. The remake. Do you mean 11? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, how do numbers work again? <laughs> they work in... Uh, Roman numbers? <laughs> Roman... How did he work again? Yeah, in Unanals. Yeah. Uh, I like that game. Resident Evil 2 is good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but not as all, good as Eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna Whatever be amazing. That's gonna be. <laughs> It'll be um, a remake. Uh, first thing I want to mention is uh, we've played Risk of Rain two together. Absolutely, we with, did uh, during uh, the past few weeks, and uh, that was fun. That was oh. cool. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you appreciated a, that. No, it was. Uh, it's a fun, like really, like. Uh, as you've mentioned, like it's a roguelike. It's very arcadey. You kind of jump in, easy to understand. Uh, uh, we've played with what you've told me were potentially like maybe listeners of the show. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, we we went to play with Amanda. Yeah, who, who hello Amanda. To every one of the, our episodes up to now, <laughs> and uh, she 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 got to meet you. Yeah, and um, we uh, on the second game we we played with another guy who just loots everything. <laughs> <laughs> he hogs every single thing. That's one of the oh, only man. problems Was I that find mean? in the game. It's kind of mean, honestly. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I do that all the time really? in any game. I'm just sprinting to the loot. <laughs> I get people so uh, mad. Regardless, it was still fun. Like it was, uh, it was a cool experience. Yeah, and, uh, I liked yeah. It too. Hi, Amanda. And uh, yeah, Risk of Rain Two was. It's just. It's fun. It, it's like it's an eighteen dollar game that's totally worth like its entry price. But I think it's still in early access, right? It's still in early access. But the mm. thing is, I think there's enough content to enjoy it. It's the kind of game that uh, you know, it's little short runs that um, are very quick. And since it's a roguelike in nature, you start from the beginning each and every time. But mm-hmm. you know, like every popular roguelike, there is permanent upgrades which are yeah. done in. Uh, you know, um, unlocks of that's, characters. That's the thing. Like, it could definitely be uh, uh, like the core experience is there. It's mm-hmm. an early access, but not in a bad way. No, exactly. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's early it's, access yeah. because that's the model. Like, yeah. yeah, 
Don't forget that this is overwhelmingly positive on Steam right now, mm -hmm. even in early access, and it's um, people are going gaga over it. In fact, the, the fourth person that joined us in our game mm -hmm. uh, played it eight hours per day for several days in a row. Wow, wow that's amazing. And, and uh, well, I can understand. Like, it's really easy to get into. To, you can stop at any moment. Like, uh, well, even if. You don't want to like i guess like you can always like come back it doesn't feel like it's a high commitment but yes it's, it's really like just high reward every time you play it and um yeah that that was a fun that was a fun time risk of rain too now uh, that i played a little bit more and i played with more experienced players there's actually way more strategy than it looks like in the game i'll, I'll try to explain mm -hmm. a little bit mm -hmm. how much i can understand from it from their um experience each and every character plays drastically different. Mm. Like, it could be a different game. Like, you have automatic lock on the second character that you unlock. So you don't have to aim that much in order to... It automatically aims to the nearest oh, enemy. So okay. you have different priorities. You have different Like controls. the arrow guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the arrow guy. Mm -hmm. But certain characters, let's say, for instance, require more strategies. Um, there's one character that's really interesting. I believe it's the engineer. All the upgrades that you have, you can have up to like 20, 30, 40. You apply it on your turrets. Mm -hmm. Turrets are like treasures. Mm -hmm. You buy it with money that you earn by yeah. slaying enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, each and every enemy that you slay or participate in slaying, you get a certain amount of money. Now, the money that you get, you get more drops that are, perm uh, that are um, upgrades for your whole run. Mm -hmm. And um, as an engineer, all the upgrades apply to all the turrets that you use. Okay. So you try to get certain upgrades, even if they're random. There's certain special levels where you can trade in mm -hmm. certain uh, items for others. Okay. For items that you know, mm -hmm. like three for one. I, I believe you saw a level. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like in between, like different gauntlets. Yeah. Not as in like level from like leveling up. But Absolutely. That's yeah. that's. Those are the in-between levels where yeah. you could trade in the, those items. Mm -hmm. But that's where the magic happens. If you have a certain kind of character and you have an item that synergizes well with them, let's say the turret guy, mm -hmm. uh, you can be absolutely invincible mm -hmm. if you if you uh, play your cards right. There's a lot more strategy than I thought. It that's looks cool. harmless and uh, roguelike and casual, but for the real hardcore players, there's still something there for them. Yeah, yeah, that's... well. I felt like it was kind of obvious just from the like the the short times we've played together mm -hmm. that there's like on a surface level it's really accessible but if you want to go in deep there's mm -hmm. a lot oh yeah like you can dive deep into it definitely it, and it's not too overwhelming as long as you keep dodging in general you're gonna survive i mean you're the one that survived more than the, the other players and it was the first time for you playing That's I've been training for it my whole life. I've been playing Sekiro <laughs> for like, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, actually. Yeah, it, yeah. it seems weird, but playing Sekiro actually trains you well for this game, for the survival of this game, because, well... You became a true gamer. Learned. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kept playing Sekiro. I reached the last boss now, and <gasps> then I took a break. Oh, really? The last boss is that fucking overwhelming? Um, maybe. I don't I don't know yet. I haven't seen all phases. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was an uphill battle that, um, I reached, I'm, I've nearly reached the summit of this game, basically. 
How long uh, have you played right now? Like, I don't uh, even know. And yeah, I'm but not is sure it I like in the twenties <laughs> or the f- more? Because you know, <laughs> have you played it more than DMC Five? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I played it, more, <laughs> I played it way more than DMC Five. Yeah, because okay. yeah. DMC Five, like whatever you're gonna do. At the end of the day, like you're you're still gonna come through. Yeah. It's just how cool are you gonna be coming yeah, through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stylish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just that Super. like people have been like beating the game in under an hour now. Like mm-hmm. you know, so I'm just like and, and of course that means like they, they bypass a ton of shit. Yeah, like so they it doesn't swim matter. Through buildings. Yeah. Like you know, But I'm like I'm wondering it's intended. Swimming through buildings? That's how they do the speed runs? Well, yeah, they use like glitches and there are glitches in the game. It's I it's more it's more like the v- verticality uh, that's hidden, and if you're aware of it, you can buy. Since it's all like one big map, mm-hmm. like in the main uh, Ashita part, I think Ashita Ashina no. Castle. Ashina, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashina, well, the main like, part. Yeah. Like you can drop yourself in certain places and keep going. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen the 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 23 minute like um, speed run, and I was like, I want to see like because. For me, it was more like 23 hours. Maybe oh, there more. was a 23 minute? Yeah. Okay, because I, I saw like, oh, one that... Oh, at some point, there's a wall where you can just jump into, and then you can swim to wherever you want. Uh, and then kind of reload. Yeah, that's, that's, and then, yeah well, it's yeah. interesting for a different reason. But yeah, no, I, I was just yeah. wondering, like, with the difficulty, with, like, like an actual first playthrough, how long it, it actually is. Yeah. For, I as think long as, like, Bloodborne like and Dark Souls? Um, yeah, but... Because Bloodborne, like, first run is long, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's like 40 hours or so. But I feel like there's more to see in Bloodborne, maybe. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> there, are, there aren't as many bosses, so you're not stopped as much, but it's like... Well, some bosses I've done, like, pretty, like, in a really easy way. Mm. Like, in Sekiro, some zones as well. Like, you don't spend enough time in mm. them for them to be memorable. Okay. But... Other bosses are just like walls. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. with Bloodborne, like the the bosses are, are like sparse. There's like mm-hmm. fifteen or so, mm-hmm. and they're like it's more like a Castlevania type game, mm-hmm. you know, where what you remember is walking around. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it leaves more of a like a lasting impression. But like I was, yeah, it, it, is it is it as long because of the boss fights that you keep repeating, basically? I feel the game like if it's I got a shorter like every, game yeah if I got every boss on like the first try yeah. or like short like in a less amount of tries, like five or it six, would be so, like yeah. way shorter than Bloodborne. Okay, I feel Bloodborne is also a lot it's like long. figuring out what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where you need to go. It's true. And just this is like very linear. Yeah. Now, like after you've done it, like you know it. You, like yeah. you know how like you have like shortcut porn in Bloodborne. Yeah. So like you kind of know the oh, areas man, and you understand so cool, how man. they relate and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you I went back I, and remembered everything. It didn't really everything. feel like that in Sekiro. Everything is pretty straightforward. It's not a bad thing in itself. And no, it's no, kind of it's just a different game. To like Sekiro, Sekiro, yeah. Bloodborne yeah. is Bloodborne, and they're both great for what they do. Um, I have a small it's, question it's, though. Yeah, it's relatively like different experiences, and it's okay. Yeah. yeah. The uh, what I heard from everyone that almost finished the game or is passed through the halfway point of the game 
is that you really absolutely need to master the parrying technique. Mm-hmm. And that is the whole game is centered yeah. behind it. Yeah. Um, the parrying, you really can't just dodge out of the way, like a la Bloodborne, a la mm-hmm. action game. Mm-hmm. You really have to love parries. You have to worship parries. Yeah. You can't worm your way out and just go like, oh, I don't have to. Yeah, to play I, my I was own able game. to do that for two bosses. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it was just like, you got to get good now. Like, it's, it's the phrase, right? But it, it, it really is that this mm. time around. It's like, pretty, it's, um, it's pretty unforgiving. Like, last time we spoke about it, like, I don't want to, like, keep talking about Sekiro too much because oh. I feel like. I've reached the end of that game. I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, after yeah. the last boss, there's not going to be much more to last say. Last time we about talked, you were but... you were at the monkey area. So like mm-hmm. you've done a lot since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that's I feel like that was like one of the hardest like walls, like skill, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, skill walls. It's like once you reach the skills to beat that enemy, you ca- you you get you become more confident in mm. your skills, and then it's more about knowing like bosses' patterns. You see getting they, used they, to, to their move sets, it it feels a little bit like, like, yeah. There's a there's a bit of like memorization and just like really knowing you can't you can't fake it. You know what the boss learn the patterns. Yeah, you know what the boss is gonna do, and you ne- need to know what's the best reaction to those moves. Yeah, I saw recently they patched it and made it easier. Okay, <laughs> uh, in some way. Like, uh, don't get alarmed. But basically, um, people were... Like, the main complaint they had, and I Mm -hmm. guess this may be in Japan, I don't know, because... I don't know, like... Mm -hmm. But there's, like, the the, uh, little uh, leaf or papers that you get to use your your arts, your arm arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made them much easier to, like, uh, get as many... Yeah, yeah, accumulate them so that you can actually use them. Mm -hmm. Because the problem was, like people were saving them up and mm-hmm. that's the data they got from uh, from analytics for the game is that people were saving them up too much mm-hmm. and they didn't want that to be like a resource that you you actually save up yeah oh really it's yeah. like all those like 36 mega elixirs it shouldn't even be yeah yeah exactly that you still don't use exactly yeah you have to admit that each time that you used one one of the mega elixirs you felt like super empty inside with like I cheated at the game even though it's yeah. a legit item that you earned <laughs> towards yeah. your playthrough like, yeah. what if I need it later it's well, like, there's well, no more later there's no more later at the it's, last it's dumb but now like yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna just quick tangent yeah. I've been playing Final Fantasy 9 and like I restarted playing it mm-hmm. and um I started using the items because I remember like that that became a, a, a meme thing like oh you keep your your items all the time and I used to do that and keep them and I thought these games were so fucking hard they aren't at all <laughs> it's so easy now that I use my items like yeah. I used to never use like an ether ever or yeah. like things like that because I was like I want to keep them but you get rich so fast and you just yeah yeah it's like anyway, just a more liberal use so of basically your items and like potions and stuff can yeah. really decrease the difficulty of those games. But basically, yeah, Sekiro, they updated that so that That's now good. you you drop a lot more. Um, I think almost every enemy or two, you'll you'll get one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that like one of the bosses, like the one where you need to <laughs> you to cheat with with the fire, basically mm-hmm. for, for cheat whatever. But um, like I ran out of them before I I fought him, and I was like, 
okay, like I, I so I so I like I had to beat him without it them. Yeah, you're but that's not in your move sets. But basically. see, they they kind of made it easier because that's not the intended experience. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's nice that there's there is tweaking to be done. Like a game isn't perfect until it's QA'd by the entirety of like the the gaming world. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be out. That's a that's a good yeah. statement. It's true. A game cannot be perfect until you actually have a huge audience that's testing it out and trying to rape it from all corners. Yeah, you go from like zero point zero 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 one percent of the pool to like everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think a game is ever perfect, but that's it's more like that. You see it in fighting games too. Like every time they they release an update or mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, character shooters. Or yeah, exactly, models, exactly. Yeah. Like they'll tweak everything because uh, yeah yeah or like sometimes you'll just see like but that the, happens uh, with Sekiro too like yeah, uh, character they, reworks completely like let's say in like Overwatch sometimes yeah. like they'll do that too the thing oh, is yeah. that the people who were every at From Software mm-hmm. play like testing the game mm-hmm. got too good at it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was their experience so that's why like they realized oh the items make no sense yeah, yeah. have you guys read uh, there was an article on uh, Polygon Recently, uh, written by film crit Hulk. I don't know who that uh, is. Who does like film critics says like it's all in caps lock. Like, oh, Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Film crit Hulk. <laughs> Polygon uh, is getting really interesting lately. That, well, that's that's a writer I particularly like because like he wrote a book like Screenwriting 101 and it's a really decent book about screenwriting in general and just like, you know, the art of making movies and writing like scripts and stuff like that and really good <laughs> advice. And he wrote like a really extensive um, kind of essay, which is just Red Dead Redemption 2, six months later. Mm, it oh, has really? like chapters. The legacy of it. Uh, That's no, interesting. It's, not, it's, it's not so much the legacy, but just the like the hindsight. Looking, yeah, the hindsight. Just looking back on what the game is, the experience, and he talks about like design in general. And uh, he talks about that. About how they haven't grown <laughs> oh, <laughs> for the I, past I that. 50 he, million he, he games. Goes, he, he goes Is that the details. same guy? Hmm? Yeah, anyway. The what? We watched this video. Same guy. For Red Dead. No, 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 no. You're, st- you're thinking about uh, Nicky Jakey. Yeah, yeah, such a good video. That's a, that's a great video, too, on Red Dead. Uh, and Rockstar as a whole, yeah. Yes, yeah. go watch the, everyone. Go see the it's, analysis uh, of Nicky Jakey. On um, the mechanics of Red Dead Redemption 2, it really hits every single point that Pierre and Rita talked about in the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It's It's as if they wrote it. (laughs) Uh, He just does a better job. Yeah, much better job. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it and I was like, oh, everything I've been thinking for the past like 12 years, (laughs) like the last gen. (laughs) And I need to get a yoga ball. Or like <laughs> my Legos. All right. Yeah. So you were saying, sorry, this other yeah. person that yeah. also has good thoughts. Yeah, the Film Crit Hulk article on Polygon is also worth a read because it goes back into the oh, whole idea of like how like sometimes there's that attitude of just like, um, well, you know, the get good attitude kind of yeah. where sometimes there's like an element of pride where it's like I got good at being comfortable with bad design. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah. just why can this be more accessible? <laughs> but that, yeah, that like while well, the secular experience and everybody talking about that shit reminded me of Mega Man while I was a kid, mm-hmm. and everybody telling me to get good. <laughs> yeah. 
like my my friends who were just better at Mega Man, and I was just like, I don't get this game. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like now I kind of get it, you but it is it is just right. yeah. But that was the like it was just the experience of like you you like it for its failures, kind of you know like. Well, you, you, it's it's the whole because idea they, the of, whole, like, let's yeah. say, like, you have, you live in a house where, like, the front door doesn't work well. Yeah. And you need to, like, <laughs> push it three times with your shoulder before it closes properly. I have and that then, problem right then, now. And then you get, <laughs> oh, really? and then you get really good at closing that door by pushing yeah. it with your shoulder three times properly. Yeah. Oh, open that like, door. And then you, you feel comfortable. You're, like, you're used to it. And then when someone... You who doesn't yeah, know they're like, what the fuck? It. And it's like, <laughs> you didn't close the door properly. No, they didn't close the door properly. It's just there's yeah. something that needs to be improved about it. But you're so used to how it's yeah, yeah. designed, and you found like a an easy way to circumvent my, how it's badly designed. My door couldn't close for a while, like my second door, <laughs> and, and um, yeah, like <laughs> it took about seven different uh, people coming in over a year because I don't I don't invite a lot of people in. Um, And, and then I was just like, oh, why if, why don't I just screw it in better? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kind of like tweak it, repair it. Maybe it needs some sanding somewhere. Yeah, I just and, used a bit yeah. of like, uh, sorry, this is a, because <laughs> it happened recently. But yeah, I just used like, uh, like, uh, you know, what are they called? Like the toothpicks. Mm-hmm. I just like what? shoved toothpicks in and like drilled through. And like it stuck in super well. It was done in like like 40 seconds. And I was just, oh right, I can just fix the things in my life. Wait, <laughs> so this is a great metaphor. <laughs> so fixing mechanics in video games that have been there for a very long time. Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. It's like you can get like a certain level of fluency by getting used to like yeah. the kind of like not necessarily like tightly designed elements of a game and you're just like oh i got you know i got used to like being good even though it's not the best like designed in the best manner yeah and, and uh, you might feel that it's romantic you know like the experience you have it's kind of like but not necessarily the best no it could be done better kind of like the french language oh <laughs> it's true <laughs> <right>? oh <laughs> Being French Canadians, uh, we, we actually know this person. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you were going with that. Okay. <laughs> Don't yeah. learn French. It's useless. <laughs> nah. It's like the, like, it's spoken more than it. Is it? No. Oh, anyway. No. Learn yeah. what you want. Yeah. <laughs> But you reminded me recently that an entire content speaks French. <laughs> and we just keep forgetting it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Language? Sorry, whole continent. Um. Uh, yeah. yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, what is happening? Oh, this is a train wreck already. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love hanging What? out with you guys. <laughs> It, it's late, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Sekiro. By the way, just a little context. We're recording this podcast approximately 12 hours later than we actually do. Yeah, uh, I'm drinking the funny juice. <laughs> We're out of our element. But we love you very much. I walked like 20k today. I'm so <laughs> dead. <laughs> uh, uh, But yes, film film critic Hulk. Yeah, film critic Hulk. It's reading his articles are uh, like they're worth a shot. Like he's a really good critic. Or yeah, I think he. But I, I can't remember his like real name. Yeah. Um, but it's it's worthwhile. You can find it 
easily by just writing like Film Crit Hulk on any browser. Like you'll find some stuff about him. This um, podcast brought to you by Film Crit Hulk <laughs> and Polygon. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored content. I wish. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but the point of the article. Sorry. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it's it's what we said. It's just about like the whole idea of like how design sometimes okay. like. It, it, it doesn't like work in service of the game and mm. sometimes uh, game designers can be so much into their game and they they've been like working in a game for like a, on a game for like 10 years so yeah. they see it from their insider perspective yeah. and you need to always remember like what it's like if you've never touched that game before what is it like if you haven't been on the project for so long, and that's an important oh, part like of the testing. Oh, like the Sekiro thing we were saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The important, like, uh, it's just to have, like, fresh perspective, like, new perspective on something you've been working on for a while, because yeah. sometimes when you're too close to something for too long, you get blind spots, and you there's elements that you can't just, you can't unsee because you have to unlearn. Like, remember what it was like to not know these things. You know, this, this, is, this reminds me of, like, a, a thing where in other industries in other IT industries and then it's kind of happening slowly in gaming mm-hmm. especially in indie gaming where um the programmers will QA their own games or mm-hmm. their own tech or whatever at a certain point because they they believe they're more like knowledgeable which mm-hmm. they are but it's a flawed experience because you need it it's like marketing 101 you need like some people to come in and watch your movie to see if it's good you need to you need like actual like first experience people on the final product the way i'd explain it in like the shortest manner it's it's like um it's like teaching it's that math teacher that understands everything but cannot teach it to you well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's obvious to me yeah why aren't you getting it it's logic so like so you have to know what it's like to not know and like bring whoever's new to your level it's like and it's like there there's a progression there you can't just throw it in their face and be like yeah get it now it it, like i'm gonna push the tangent a bit further i guess but like it it kind of like these people are super valuable and they're they're like often like disregarded but it it the whole experience yeah. of well any product or anything mm-hmm. it really shows that like like the person you'll bring in last is as important as the person who had like the idea itself or the the ceo or whatever mm-hmm. like yeah. um you well, should take note of that by yeah the way. <laughs> that's uh, that's the thing like it like we see that in in, in gaming where mm-hmm. um it's become well in in media in general recently uh, and with with the advent of like youtubers and streamers and whatnot it's it's become more of a like you need a face on the product like even something as big as god of war kind mm-hmm. of sold more because we like cory balrog but like um which which is not a bad thing in itself he's yeah. a really cool guy and yeah rec- there's yeah. gonna be a movie coming out on on p on the ps store wait yeah, well really? the, the, the street yeah. fighter movie already came out like way back <laughs> street, street fighter no <laughs> no <laughs> oh, with barla <laughs> <laughs> but there's no there's a making of uh, for god of war that's coming out it's cool looking yeah. really good cool. but really? Be, but i'm sure it's gonna be like him a lot you know hmm. and um 
I think we we need to rem- remember like how big like and how like the teams are huge and mm-hmm. like the, the 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 QA people that do like certification even like yeah they were because they like see the game at the end yeah. yeah they like they matter just as much like mm-hmm. the the person buying your croissant or whatever like at your bakery uh, matters as much and like the person selling it and presenting it matters as much as the cook you know mm-hmm. uh, like, yes. like yeah yeah well it's like it's a joint effort uh, there's a lot of people involved in like game production game uh, creation in general and then sometimes it's, yeah and I feel like it's been only in recent years that we're really looking into like game authors yeah exactly one. yeah something that's uh i don't really believe in that because i feel like even team effort pope's game was like qa'd by a bunch of people that are Mm -hmm. named you know it can't have been just him or maybe but he's like a he's like he's obviously a like a very different from other like game makers but you know you have y2k recently who's been Mm -hmm. qa'd by the people playing it and it's a train wreck, and it oh, should, it's an yeah. RPG. Oh, yeah, but that's like, that's also many. because like some people are better at like giving face. Like some like when we mention like Balrog or uh, let's say Amy Hennig or uh, Pulp or any other like Kojima, yeah. for example, they're kind of the face of yeah. the team at the same time as like maybe leading the team. Yeah, and I feel like there's at least that where it's something that wasn't even considered before. Games were magic. Yeah, but as soon as you have like a little (laughs) bit of a critical eye, like, Mm. like um, every single thing matters, and Mm. well, every single thing that is missing, the gamers will see it instantly Mm -hmm. because it's such a vast pool of people playing your game. Like you'll see if, for example, there was Yakuza Three, like uh, the like a different writer showed up because they didn't want to pay this big guy anymore, and Mm. it sucks. The story is awful, and like. You can see how oh, dare you say yeah. something about Yakuza. No, actually, that's true. I think it was four, actually. I'm not sure, but like, there's one that was like, a little wonky, honestly, uh, story wise, since they really divided it between four different kinds of personality. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's but, kind of but it's more like you know, it, it's really I'm bringing that up because of how poorly paid <laughs> like, like 80% of the people working on the games yeah. are. Well, even if they're well paid, sometimes they're still overworked. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not like there's obviously there's like people who have it worse than others, but yeah. it feels like in general it's yeah. kind of like an excruciating work environment. Yeah, I was seeing like the news for the PS5 about like no loading and shit like that, and I'm like, whoa, may, maybe like an 8K, and I was just like, who who the fuck cares at this point? Just like make make like the the next upgrade should be like programming tools and shit like that that make it simpler for the people working to oh. to, to like work on their it shouldn't be everything frostbite and shit like that. you know what i mean like mm. but let like, me just tell you a little context what a coincidence that they announced this and sony just came out with the first 8k television oh, this of, course, week. of course yeah yeah and yeah. it is obtaining stellar reviews which is really weird because when a new technology is introduced yeah. usually it's really shunned yeah mm-hmm. but it's it's actually pretty cool i wonder where they're gonna go from there sorry for the tangent that's never ending but because oh, we like love I, tangents that I, are never ending i you think know us. i think the the, <laughs> the the eye can only see up to 7k in terms of like depth and uh, colors and so on so like okay we, we've got 
we've gotten there really fast. Now what? Like, but it's cool it's to true. own the thing. Yeah, it's owning the thing <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I like, have it. but but also I have like a bigger number. Every <laughs> if, if, if we up. if we go back to like PS1 games and like N64 games, mm-hmm. we didn't like the graphics that much. And like PS2, we were like, oh shit, things is things are getting real. PS3, like, oh, there's a small improvement. Four was like, okay, this is it. We're, we're all looking at like The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 and going like, it can't get any better. It can, obviously, like it can get to, to end game, you know? But, but like, we're kind of, or at least for me, like we're kind of satisfied. Well, I think we're done <laughs> with like photorealism in games. Yeah, yeah, I feel like like they can push the photorealism even more with like new consoles and yeah, everything, yeah. but it doesn't amount to much if uh, everything else is like left on the side. Like if everything like doesn't get as much like uh, yeah. it's not focused on as much, it doesn't matter. You can have like games. What was it called? The Order eighteen eighty six. Yeah, it was beautiful, but so bad. Great, like that's great. You've reached a new level of photorealism when that came out. Yeah, um, good for that. It's kind of like when when Spider Man came out uh, into the Spider Verse. Okay, we're like, okay, that's what we want. Like something a bit different. Yeah, it's not necessarily photorealism, but it 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 has like style. Yeah, and sometimes that's fine, if not better, in my opinion. But that can only be be achieved in games when like. Either you have like a massive Ubisoft team and you go from Origins to Odyssey with the mm-hmm. same engine and the same thing, mm. or like you get an indie game because you can't really like they don't have enough time like to make a game that like has style mm-hmm. unless it's like a, a small team that's like cutting on the the photorealism, you know? Yeah, but I just yeah. feel it's, it shouldn't be just the ultimate focus of like video game technology. I no. agree. I think it's that. reached to, to, to me, and it's probably just because I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the games aren't necessarily for me anymore. But like, the, I think like we've reached it, and I want something like I want them to just like improve their tech mm-hmm. in other ways, like efficiency maybe, because efficiency shouldn't be like overworking your employees. Yeah. But there's so many yeah. aspects that they can work on now that photorealism has been. Uh, has been reached. By the way, my, my the ray trace thing. Oh, well, have you watched the the Star Wars thing they they came out with? Like, uh, I think two years ago with ray tracing. With the ray tracing, that's uh, stormtroopers in, and Nvidia, phasma. The Nvidia technology, uh, I believe. Oh well, it's uh, I'm, it's I'm like glad okay. that they're developing new technologies like that that are. I remember a few years back when they created the the reboot of um, uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, yes. The Tress FX. That oh, yeah, they, the, the hair. They, and yeah, the yes. floopy hair. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. took incredible amounts of rendering power. I'm sure that they reduced the amount of rendering ever since. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. But they rendered every individual hair. So, yeah, you can do that, but that's kind of still not like making your employees' lives better. Like, <laughs> like you, you have a point. <laughs> I want my hair RPG. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, in a in a company, what, like if if you're doing it for the games and not for money and shit, mm-hmm. you know, like you, <laughs> <laughs> as if that's gonna happen. Well, you you kind of you know you've perfected it 
uh, like the, the 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 final product. Now mm. you gotta work on like the other stuff, you know, like. But it's your tools are shit. But, <laughs> but they've been but shit since PS3, PS3 well, like well, early PS3. What what if we need all the money? <laughs> all the money. Yeah. Oh, you're channeling Jim Sterling. <laughs> all the money. All the every money. every single money dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to reduce yeah. your your staff and and shut up staff. more. More money. More. Yeah. More now. It's it's Me. weird, huh? Every single year. <laughs> But it's true, like no. every every single year, Electronic <laughs> Arts or like a bank or just, you know, like every single company that's just owned by people who don't know anything about their product, all they do is, we've done well this year. We've done record numbers. Now let's do better. It's a 4% failure. better. Yeah, it's automatically a failure because our goals have <laughs> changed. They keep changing the, the goalpost and they go like, you've done great. Can you do that in 80% of the time now? Yeah, and it's just like... It's the wrong way to go. They need to improve instead. Instead yeah. of improving the profits, they need to improve the technology. The profits going to improve when you don't pay all that OOT, which I guess they already don't, but for their contract employees they do, you know. So mm. like <laughs> cuz they already have like like yearly salaries in gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't they're not paid their OOT, so that's solved. But like yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Um, <laughs> There's a lot that the gaming industry needs to improve now that photorealism has been achieved to a certain point. For the people that uh, want to have those realistic games, well, you have it. You have it in your hands. And it's now accessible to mid-tier uh, companies. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a Naughty Dog. It doesn't have to be an EA. Uh, the photorealism will reach smaller studios, and that's great. Now they need to work on... Um, how they interact with the I would say personally my suggestions okay man like sorry yeah go ahead <laughs> um, I'm gonna cut again but <laughs> no 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 it's fine <laughs> um, my suggestions is that the community feedback needs to be worked on faster because now video gaming has been changed forever ever since you know it's ever since that they come up with a game and they have an immense amount of feedback as soon as it hits yeah, the shelves. Yeah, yeah. It should be able to uh, not give a roadmap like they do actually at the moment. That gives an excuse to give an incomplete game. Yeah. But more like a, a community upgrade. They would give a roadmap for the feedback. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's drastically different. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that they should take in consideration they should have people as many people in the QA Then, as people in forums actually reading the long posts of those hardcore gamers I, I that used, only do that with their that, lives. That was my first job at EA. Yeah. I was reading comments. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There should and be then a whole community making, of you. And then, like, deleting whatever didn't matter and then go, like, okay, this actually needs to be, like, improved upon and then okay. send a report. And, there you go. Yeah. There should be more of you. Yeah, they, they completely removed that position. <laughs> uh, uh, back then, obviously, like uh, there, there's multiple like yeah. game studios, but that's a good idea. Um, it could be like a social media person that like 
Well, there are like community managers, I believe, but I don't know how. I much don't know they, that they report uh, on. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they're like reporting on like quality or anything, and uh. it's always like the thing is, is like the internet is vast and full of yeah, terrors. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> not fun yeah. to read. And I feel like it's okay. I also for, hate the game that we made, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like like for every criticism that you get, you're gonna get someone asking for the exact opposite yeah, yeah there is that problem it's like how do you filter out what's actually Sorry, like needed by or wanted by the community <laughs> and sometimes like man you always pee my mud yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because because then you have to choose like what's your vision like yeah, yeah. and at some point like the, we were it's a about, product like, there is a goal yeah and i feel like you games like that sometimes they can be created in like collaboration with the community of people that play them but yeah it's also fine when like games it should have, be like, done too vision yeah and, like there's an actual like artistic approach to it and like a creative approach because sometimes like i can end up like playing games or watching things or reading a book that like i didn't even know i wanted yeah and like that's something that's rare in games you know? yeah that's yeah. that's creativity <laughs> yeah that's it something be, that's rare in games exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. it should be encouraged and sometimes it's yeah. like you know what i i trust you enough that i just need to look away not expect anything from you and yeah. whenever you come back with something it's gonna be good it's be it'd be really cool if ubisoft tried that with like one of their two I, Assassin's Creed themes mm-hmm. if they went you know what here's the the engine for the other one that the other team is are making do whatever the fuck you want oh you know and, and maybe not hey, even call it Assassin's Creed or whatever but he, like at least they have like the, the they have the bones <laughs> as all in bones that's probably how that happened that's what I think yeah. it is yeah. yeah they took the engine from the oh man I hope they improve it though because I'm so <laughs> fucking tired of these uh, I guess that's the whole ship game. battles like, yeah like uh, they took the engine from like Black Flag everybody went oh yeah Black further. Flag yeah, yeah we want more and now we're all like ugh Ubisoft Singapore <laughs> I think it's Ubisoft Singapore that's working on it and it's the one that worked on the boat engine like in Assassin's Creed 3 I think yeah it's it since then yeah. huh? it was yeah. so cool yeah. oh man that game is like their best so you're yeah. saying you we should have a super assassins maker <laughs> but, but internally like yeah yeah because they're kind of the, the company for that like they're they make their their games like every two years or whatever and mm-hmm. it's always a built upon built upon mm-hmm. so that could be cool and, and they they kind of like you know you just put a creator that's more like indie Mm. but I think that's I think that's how they probably work, skull and bones yeah that's so it's already mm-hmm. happening guys we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> I, I wanted are very important I, I was gonna cut you earlier because there was a news story uh, earlier this week uh-huh. that like that's slowly coming out and thank, thanks to Kotaku and Jason he's not the one who pushed it but I'm sure he, he caused it and it's like Jason uh, Schreier, by the way yeah a Mortal Kombat 11 people yeah, crunch, yeah. are like talking about their crunch stories mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like how the fuck do you have crunch at Netherrealm they make the same game every single time and improve upon it it's always better but it's like they they're they've mm-hmm. made the best 
like the best croissant <laughs> we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. They've made the best like thing already, yeah. and they just improve upon it and it, and release it, and we will gobble it up because it's the best. Just like how the fuck do you have crunch? Like <laughs> it's insane to me. Like yeah. if if that's where we are, like uh, like. We we keep saying that like we're we're in disbelief, but we're not in disbelief. We know no, that, that no, that's no, how no. that's how the whole story goes. But like, it, like this is to me the ultimate proof because I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it from people who don't know what the fuck they're doing, like Naughty Dogs, <laughs> or like uh, you know, like they they kind of like they're doing the best shit ever, but they don't know how to get there. Or like the Anthem story of like the the Bioware of magic, mm-hmm. like it always happens at the end and blah blah blah. And that's kind of like the whole story in those big studios that create the best games ever, like Red Dead and and and, yeah, and, and Last of Us and blah like blah blah huge cost that we're not always but like, like with Netherrealm they know exactly what they're doing like yeah. they're they're masters of their craft and the, the, the team is one of the oldest teams right and you I got see. you got these crunch stories coming out so it's just like oh okay clearly it's not games it's like <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it's it's more generalized than we'd want to believe yeah. but oh. there's just more and more stories coming from studios we know and it's kind yeah. of like the it's kind of like discovering it's like oh no they're doing it too but of course they're doing it like of course they're crunching yeah exactly of but, course they're pushing but I still went like nether realm like, really like, <laughs> of course but like Oh, like, you're you're the face yeah. of like we know what we're doing and we're gonna just deliver. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you do know what you're doing. You're fucking over your employees. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like the kind of like embarrassing and really like just it's so yeah, it's the embarrassing thing of like I wish like the quality would come through but not at like the 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 human cost that it's taking right now like yeah and Mortal Kombat 11 I'm sure is like a pretty fine game in itself and it has like incredible it deserves all the praise that it gets Uh, and especially from the people who made it like they're the ones who deserve the most praise because they're the ones who crunched to get made the best fighting game but (laughs) like it's like I don't mind if Mortal Kombat 11 comes out in three years and they do it. But like see, that's the that's a that's terms, that's kind of the like thing whole, like, because it's it it's still an industry. It's yeah, an industry. Like they, like, they need funding. And if they, if it comes uh, out in three years, that, that that studio closes basically. That's what it yeah, comes down really? to. Really? So it's like, and that's that's. What are the re, re, no, no, that's the same for every single survive. studio. <laughs> really? Every I mean, single that like funding can't last forever because yeah. that's three more years of everybody's salaries that you need to pay. <laughs> It's like millions every month, okay. right? There's, they have that many contractuals. Uh, really, they have to to, to to squeeze it out as, as soon as they have it in it's, their grasp. It's capitalism in general. Like, that's what it is. Damn. It's it's short-term, like, hey, guys, we're releasing this game in two years. When they say we're releasing this game in two years, they're talking to their their shareholders and their, their the people who have stakes and money yes. in there. So they're just like, hey, this game is coming out in two years. This is when you'll be making your money. If it doesn't come out in two years, like they're like six months or whatever later is like billions of dollars mm-hmm. already. So like if you do that, like a Mortal Kombat is in three years, it's out. Like that's why they got the Injustice mm-hmm. license too, because otherwise yeah. they wouldn't have survived. But like, like. I, and a, I agree. A, like a franchise like Mortal Kombat has been there for like ages. Yeah, but it, the people who are investing are people who don't know anything about games. 
They're just like it's a big industry. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm Sorry. being idealistic. I'm yeah. being idealistic here. That's all. Yeah, That's, I, I understand. No, I agree like, with you. I understand what you're saying, and this is like it's not that I don't know. But these that, things. that I know, I, I know. know these things. <laughs> but that, that's why I'm saying I'm saying that because to the the, the, the point aforementioned is more like um, that's what needs to improve this gen. Mm-hmm. Like we got the solid state drive, cool, blah blah blah. So like we're we're all gonna buy a PS5, but like including me. Well, I might skip the PS4. I might skip it. <laughs> I'm thinking about me. Like Xbox got a really good deal right now. But um, anyway, the the thing is like that's what needs to improve. Like, do make these games in two years, but like the tools come with it, and your people need to work less. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, and and the Ubisoft way is by making the same exact game and putting it in a different setting. But you need to find other ways to do that. Like there could be a future where there's a there's a like we don't want that, but there's there could be an Uncharted every year, quality wise. Oh man! But, oh, I would love that. But like oh, the employees aren't working 120 hours like a week, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, well, let's let's save for the eleventh episode. Of but that's Rope. that's even unionize. Absolutely, unionize. Yeah, of course. Like I don't like for sure. Like there's something that needs to be addressed here because it's like I don't care about the quality that that much. Yeah. Like I can, since we're not there, like the quality doesn't matter that much. Yeah, you know, I I can play a deadly premonition if I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the Premonition. <laughs> you still buy those PS3s if, that have the PS4s that, that have it? It was done at least with like a certain level of like understanding and like mm-hmm. just like better we, work conditions. We are really kind of missing that in in the US or like the the like the non Japanese world of gaming. These like double A kind of games where it's just fine. It's, be- it's becoming more like it's becoming like. Like, look More at how Crackdown bit, 3 uh, was like... Uh, for me, Travis Strikes Again is that. Yes, but that's Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, but exactly, that's, that's like... Like, they're kind of studios that are known, and they know exactly what they're doing, and they're like... They can release... Like, you don't need everything to be Infinity War. And that's what gaming... <laughs> that's what gaming is. Mm-hmm. Every single AAA game. Like, look at the hype that Sekiro got... <laughs> Like three games ago, they were niche. Again. But like, it's yeah. 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 Like super huge tangents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 so I'm so done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I see. I, I, I see your point. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, I'd like, I'd like yeah, to like go pitch in like it. just a short like game that you can play for free. It's um, it's a twine game. It's called The Writer Will Do Something. The writer will do something. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, it's by uh, Matthew C.G. Burns. Like, he made games like Apology Simulator and stuff like that. Like, just like twine games, like, fairly easily designed. And uh, it's also made with the collaboration of Tom Bissell. Mm. Wrote, like, uh, The Magic Hours, Extra Lives, Why Video Games Matter, Matters. And uh, also, uh, he's one of the co-writers of The Disaster Artist. Oh, oh really? My yeah, God, uh, you grabbed me huh. right by so, my feelings, right so there. So they made like uh, in 2015, they made a twine game together, and it's really just like taking like decisions in uh, in a meeting for um, like a game that's gonna like a fictional game called Shattergate Future Perfect. And let's say you have like the creative director, <laughs> the lead designer, the lead producer, the level designer, and the art director. They're all present. 
and then you're incarnating the writer. Okay. And it's about a franchise that's like, you know the games, but you don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like your favorite game ever. And uh, there was like, um, uh, let's say there were paid consultants that played the game and they didn't like it. And now like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you know, people funding the game or just like kind of like, you know, they're scared about it. And you're just having a meeting and it's like, all right, how do we make this game work? And then let's say the lead designer... Uh, we'll say, oh, we need to improve on the gameplay, and the artist will say, like, no, 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 we need to improve, like, on the on the art, but, <laughs> oh, but I really don't like how you're handling marketing, it's not yeah, working, yeah. and then someone says, like, oh, but maybe we could do it, like, the way Dark Souls did, but then the game director hates Dark Souls. <laughs> 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 just like, don't oh mention God. that game, I really don't like it. And it's just, like, this tense, like, conversation, like, that sounds so, so interesting. And you make conversation choices, and they usually range between like either being a diplomat, either taking some blame for why like the game isn't like coming out as it's yeah. supposed to, or you can just speak your mind and say like, "This game is gonna be shit. Like, it's not. It's not happening, guys. You're not gonna make the numbers you need. Yeah. And the game is like shipping in six months and stuff. And it's really it's a good um, it's a good way to show how like stressful and how there's so many like elements. And, uh, like, elements and people that factor into the making of a game and decisions mm. that need to be made. And there's multiple reasons why that, like, yeah. super expensive game doesn't make back, like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't turn a profit or, like, how it can be excruciating to make games. Uh, you can try, like, if, I'm pretty sure you can find it on itch.io or just, like... Uh, can you name it again for the listeners? The, yeah, yeah. The it's called. Writer will do something. I hate the going ri- back. And yeah. <laughs> it's called the writer will do something. And okay. It's, uh, it's it's worth a look. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's really interesting. I would be. Interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love dialogue choices since the beginning. I mean, the I I rem- I'm sorry for the small tangent, but I remember yeah, the totally. very first dialogue choice that I had in a video game. It was very early on. <laughs> it, it was on the Super Nintendo. In Earthbound, when we you say "Happy Happy Village" from the the yeah. the, uh, the scourge of the uh, the blue man group, the blue man, yes, all the blue men that are that are part of a cult yeah. that, to paint everything blue yeah. and hate everything that is not blue. Uh, at the end, um, you had the choice in order to lie or to tell the truth if you stole food from a the egg that was free. Yes, the eggs that you would have yeah. to pay whatever you want in order to buy it yeah. and if you would tell the truth uh, about it uh, sure that's fine but if you actually didn't pay anything and you stole an egg yeah. he's gonna attack you mm. and that weighed on my conscience my 14 year old conscience at the time so yeah. heavily that I still think about it it was part of my gaming experience and it made me think hey there's they can't I, I consequences. Felt, yeah, consequences yeah. to my It's not because you're a kid that theft is okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It actually, and when you beat him up, he actually goes up to you and says, like, you know what? You beat me up, but it's going to weigh on your conscience. Yeah. And he leaves. You prick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're you going to have what? to carry that weight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, space see guy. Space <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man this is why I do a podcast with you <laughs> but this is yeah. that moment on I realized wow dialogue choices can have dire consequences and it was just the right moment in my life where I was like wow I actually felt this will seem absurd but at the time I felt like restarting the game 
Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. the whole game. It's like, oh, I did a bad, uh, and you can't restart life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for me, that's so play the game. Like how formative like yeah. game experiences can be. Like you still can recall that moment. Yeah, like years later, and how like it it had an effect on you. Yes, yeah. that's, that's impressive. That's that's art. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what it is. I actually stopped playing for the day. I just saved and I, 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 I put my controller down and I was walking around nervously in my <laughs> in my in my my parents' house. Reconsidering <laughs> your choices. Yeah. Uh, That's a great moment. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Uh, I think there's a there's a similar moment in Chrono Trigger with like the, the, yeah. the carnival chicken or something. Yeah. There's beginning a, of the game, yeah. Yeah, there's a chicken and then you go to court. Yeah. And it's like, did you eat this old man's chicken? But I love I, <laughs> like multiple times. It's a great, it's a great uh, attack on the justice system in Japan. <laughs> You're guilty. <laughs> You're just guilty. It's yeah, great. It's I love like, it. You shouldn't have gone to court in the first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's just like you should have left. If, if, if you're already in court, it's like you're you've lost. Yeah. You, yeah, you fucked up. Why didn't you run away? <laughs> it's 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 warped, but yeah, yeah. yeah it is what it is. Um, on another note, like uh, I just want to say, like the DLC for uh, Travis Strikes Again, right? That was. T- <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go like too long on it. Like, yeah, it's really. Um, it, it was more of that game. Uh, I like the music. Yeah, <laughs> I. It was fun. I have complaints, uh, because. Yeah. Not for myself because yeah. I had already it came with the full game. Yeah. But the idea that that shit doesn't come with the full game if you like downloaded the game instead <laughs> is like insulting. Yeah. Oh, the, really? the fact that you paid for that, yeah. Yeah. like, yeah, it's not. It, you paid for a thing. teaser for it's, the next game. It's 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 an extra level, and it's like the whole level is like um, it's like an uh, how much was school, it like pinball? Yeah. So you have like it's a cool um, level. Like, there's, like, metal balls running around, and you're getting, like, hit by, like, uh, the flippers yeah. hit you, <laughs> and it hits the enemies, too. And it's really <laughs> yeah. just, like, it's super, like, yeah. it's embracing the fact that it's, like, a game in a game, and in there a are pinball other games, machine. and it's, like, yeah, like, you are literally in a pinball machine, and you just have to do whatever you do. The writing like, is much better. Levels. So like yeah. oh, they they brought their the the, their game yeah, yeah. Uh, better than the whole game I think yeah. like the the writing for that like not the story obviously because it's it can't it's just a DLC yeah there's mm-hmm. not much more but I saw the yeah. writing go like improve like just take itself more seriously a bit and I was like wow inside the game like that fast that was really cool to see yeah, they, they they make like fun like pop culture nods to things that are relevant now like the the Gundam live action yeah movie, I was like that's it, like, so Gundam. cool. That they the can Gun- just do that <laughs> fast. It's going to be a Gundam movie Gundam. adaptation. Yeah. yeah, because between DLC 1 and 2, the Gundam movie was announced. Well, so they, yeah. so, well like, uh, more solidified. So they referenced it right away. I was so happy. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just felt like it's it's um, it's an outlet yeah. to just be like, oh, reacting to like pop culture news. But in the yeah. game, there's just like a How bug much? extra, like the character, yeah. just like this bearded face. That just says random pop culture stuff. Like, my like, favorite part hey, of the game. Hey, this is like a Western part of the level, like that big game. Hey, hey, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. mention it. <laughs> yeah. You can infer what it is. Yeah. But did you, how much was, was the, the DLC for you? Like a zero to I two, think like a, three dollars? Uh, the Shinobu and this one. You bought them both? I think it was like $12, which is really expensive. For 12 each? Yeah. No, both. 
Both. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. No, it's no still, but it's but, still like. But it's twelve dollars more than what I price. paid. Yeah. Like just because I bought a physical copy of the game, which should cost more. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's a steal. Like they were stealing you. And yeah. steal in the sense and that they, the same, they like you don't know they stole you your money. Yeah, like, <laughs> but but you're really a fan, mean, yeah. so you know you're kind of financing the next game. So and like even if, if, if someone as weird as it sounds, it's like if they're stealing my money. <laughs> At least it's the ones that are stealing. Money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like if I had to pick and choose who can steal money from me, I'm like ah, I'm yeah, technically towards you than someone else. But yeah, it's still it's still it's a pretty high price. Kind of disappointing. Kind of DLC. Yeah. It should be like tops three dollars because it'd be one dollar in the u.s you know <laughs> like much, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i just want to say the boss in that dlc his whole shtick is just he's angry that he's in a dlc because no one's yes. gonna play him he's like maybe 12 <laughs> percent yes. of people who play the main game are gonna see that i exist and yeah. i'm fucking mad that i'm in dlc that's I, why you beat him i up. screamed at the tv i was like this is so on the point the dlc boss is just like he I'm goes mad on a, that I'm in DLC. He goes no on a rant. He's just like, <laughs> do you know how little like people play DLCs, especially the second one? And he's just like, the the drop rate is about like thirty percent. Maybe are gonna play the not even that. Yeah. And it's just like Travis listening to him, not caring. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good. Like, yeah. Sucks for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> just like the true fans will will see like your your end. Yeah. It's like uh, we're still gonna beat you up. <laughs> Pretty you know, much, you're, you're about to meet. That, that, that's the the part of the writing that was like, oh, that's very well written. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> they just went. That's the epitome like, of the game. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there is no other reason than a meta reason for that boss. Yeah, there is nothing else. And the payoff for for like the 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 bad girl reveal thing it was like, well, we gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. Once you complete it, it's like you get like bad girl is back. Completely. You're supposed to get the real ending, but it's just like Hell they yeah. just go like, "There's no real ending." It's just yeah, like just, we're, we had we're to just... do it because fans would complain. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> That's yeah. the, the characters just sitting down, like and just yeah, testifying to that. See, I'm I'm sure that if really uh, good. let's say Grasshopper would have actually community managers and yeah. then, and listen to feedback, they would actually do DLC that would be direct. Uh, the feedback problem is from that the, from yeah. the fans. The problem <laughs> is that it was 45 minutes. Tops. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's it's overpriced for yeah. what it is. Yeah, like, I do find that is shit. Like. They Probably are, there's reasons. Like maybe it's super expensive to distribute it in digital platforms and whatnot. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still feel like it's it's worth mentioning. Like if yeah, yeah. Like if we want to. Unless you're like a super fan and you love the game, which you then, are, both of you. Then you could get the <laughs> DLC. Yeah, I still like the experience, but I still feel like I just went like, through it yeah. and I was like not not necessarily enjoying it because like oh it's one level I'll be done soon blah 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 and then you're done yeah and you read some funny text and you go oh that was one joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got, <laughs> I got some laughs. I got a level. I got like a nice eight bit music. Conclusion. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot of foreshadowing for the next game. Mm-hmm. They introduce a lot of characters, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I actually just paid for a teaser. Yep. For well, no I more feel that's thing. what the whole game is. Yeah, that's, kind of. That's, but that's, I, I remember buying the whole Dragon game. Quest yeah. for the, a teaser. The whole game is not shy about it. It's yeah. Like, yeah kind of like see if you want to like have some concept art for our next yeah. game <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of that's what you're and getting they, from yeah. this 
Yeah. I bought Final Fet- uh, I bought Dragon Quest VIII, which was my first entry since three, uh, because it came with the demo of Final Fantasy XII. And with huh. it, <laughs> it was really exclusively because of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the Dragon Quest Eight ended up to be a stellar and amazing, and yeah. one of the best entries of the series. Yeah. So. I got it and didn't play it. <laughs> well, I played it the, the demo. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't even play it. Uh, oh my god, really? So it yeah, worked. Well, even recently, <laughs> like Metal Gear and Zone of the Enders, uh, Final Fantasy type. Uh, Zero or something, or like had like a Final Fantasy 15 demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, no, it was the PSP game type type thing. Yeah, but it, it came had out like on a PS4. Oh, okay. And they had a the demo f- for. FF that's really 15. cool. Yeah, that's a good uh, good marketing tactic. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should do, do that more. with like. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Eco. 8 was in Brave Fencer Musashi. Like you had a demo. Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. I think. I don't know what other game, but yeah, you mentioned Zone of the Enders had like Metal Gear Solid 2. But it's all like inter, yeah, interconnected, yeah. Yeah, there was a, that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a game because you really want to play Talking about the 90s, you also played a game uh, this week. That's, yeah, that's that was like the, probably like... The most important terms of, one. Yeah, in terms of like all the games I've played like in the past two weeks... There is one that really stands out like way above the others, and it's really like it's it's probably leading one of like my favorite games of the year. Wow. Do and tell. It's, uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Like I think I've mentioned it like maybe once or yeah. twice. Yes, and, uh, last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in our previous times we we spoke, but it's by the same team as like Dropsy, and I kind of explained it as like this kind of comedy game where it's like you're you're in your sleep and you're on this like weird 1999s version of the like. An alternate internet, which is called the hypnospace. And, like, you're an internet police officer where, like, you have to, like, take down, like, copyright strikes. Or um, if you have, like, uh, if you see, like, just um, illegal ways of, like, monetization, you have to take it down and stuff like that. And you get, like, different cases. There's, like, ten cases throughout the game. So it's by cases, like, chapters. Yeah. Okay. But you can still see stuff that's not part of a case. And okay. usually, like, it's really funny. And you just take it down. Like, one of the first cases is, like, you have to uh, get, like, uh, a fish. Like, uh, Mr. Gooper. Who's, like, this detective Yeah, fish. that's what you mentioned, yeah. And then you, you take it, like, you take down, like, copyright infringements. But it's, like, it's like six-year-old's drawings. Yeah. <laughs> like a fish. Like, it's, like a, uh, like, a teacher. Like, Abby. And she's, like, oh, look at the drawings, like, my students did. And you just take them down. And you kind of feel like an asshole. And there's one that you're trying to take down, but it's just like the kid's drawing is so awful that you don't even recognize the fish. Oh, so you can't even take you it. You can't down. take it down. And there's like a little bit of like oh. humor like that. Where it's like, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, it's like that kid's drawing remains on the website just because, because it's it sucks. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's but, little but things like, like that. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned that game last uh, two weeks ago, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned that first level, mm-hmm. and it, I wasn't entranced with it, and mm-hmm. you didn't know where it was going. Oh, but but like since further. then you're like oh shit this game is good it goes further it, it it's really meant to be played a little bit like Civ you set your pace like take your okay. time take the time to read there's like music on like every like forum page. or page and yeah. it's really silly music I think like uh, they got a collaborator for the music it's a YouTuber called like uh, Hot Dad oh yeah Hot Dad yeah who does like a bunch of the music and there's so many good things like there's a Pokemon parody called Squishers 
that has like its own main <laughs> theme, like Pokemon, and it's like collect them all, but not really squishers. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. And it's all like very like late nineties, like it. It's not like nineties references. It's it gets that nineties vibe. Mm. It's like you, you, there's that teenager who's on like the Teen Topia website, which has like cool rap music. And, like when you go in and it looks like those like Crayola CDs you'd get like as like demos you'd try on, like, <gasps> I Windows remember those oh and, my god yeah and then like Zane has his own website and it's Zane Rocks <laughs> Zane <laughs> underscore <laughs> just yeah. Zane is like Zane. so 90s he has a picture with like his frosted tips frosted tips yes frosted I knew tips. I knew it's it just like, yes. like sideways yeah. photo and it's like Zane Rocks I saw him with frosted tips when he said <laughs> Zane it gets that vibe yeah. perfectly episode title frosted tips <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna frost your tips I'm gonna frost your tips uh, <laughs> sorry yeah. I've seen him with his frosted tips <laughs> but um it's like his website is like Zane Rocks underscore 14 and uh. then in brackets but I'm 15 now <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> like, did, just, did you know I was the owner of Pikachu Rules at Hotmail.com? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rules with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 1997. There's, but yeah. Um, of, like, it's just navigating. Even if so, you're not like completing cases, you go to like Good Time Valley and it's like, Boomer internet. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But 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 aside aside from that, like sorry to to, to cut it short, yeah. but like aside from like the fun part, like the 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 fun, like you know, oh, this is getting it right. Yeah. Like you had like you went through the whole game. You had like a like it, it's really fun. Like it was to, a to, blast. Yeah. It was a blast because you really get entranced into like there's Your stories job. that you kind of like figure out as you play the game because you see like exactly, the, the right? interactions between characters yeah. and there are characters because it's made game. by the dropsy people so it's yeah. like uh, there's something there for sure psychedelic they're right? not spoiling but obviously uh, like in its later stages it gets dramatic okay good 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 like you that's you, what I wanted to there hear there are characters <laughs> and there are time skips after a few cases let's oh. say like the hypnospace gets an update so it's like three weeks later And now Abby's mad that you took down her children's drawings, like her uh. students' drawings. So now she has like a whole website on like freedom of speech. Oh, and she's wow. like super <laughs> angry about it. Yeah. Like, like this okay, I'm playing too. this. <laughs> and then you're like, you, you get like follow-ups on what's happening and how you interact and like police the internet in a certain way. And how people re react to your policing and how people react to each other. Let's say like... A teenage kid is making a website that's bullying another kid, and then you take down that website, and there's like a whole dynamic that goes on. Okay, and okay, yeah. And there's multiple like storylines like that that you kind of yeah. figure out. It, it, it's it it's kind of it, reminiscent a little bit of um, uh, Obra Dinn in okay. that way, where it's yeah. like it's is not there, explicit, but you get well. Sometimes it is explicit. Is there an overarching story about who you're playing? No, not about you, but about Never everyone about on the hypnospace. But you take decisions yeah, you that can. can be awful or not, and yeah, you yeah. see the repercussions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not so much. Is it about very it. linear? Like, uh, or are you like, or this? Do you, do you did you feel that you were 
like even if it's it is totally linear or whatever did you feel like you impacted like when you, you when there was a time skip did you go like oh shit like, <laughs> I, i did that yeah it it, it makes sense like okay. it really you can you can completely understand where it's like by doing this i fucked this up happened, this and this but happened you kind of yeah. have to do the motions to get there and yeah, yeah okay. so there's not like um there's not much in terms of like what decisions Agency. you take yeah. But it just—it's more about the consequences of policing those websites. And yeah, and like and you get like—is there like a no policing message behind it? Like, I feel like it's smarter okay. than that. It's, it's not it's just not you can be a dick. Like, no, it's just you'll play the game and you'll okay. you'll get the feels. Like it's if it's it's by the same team that made Dropsy, it really reaches that. Uh, level of like like it's highly effective like it gets to like how you understand like the relationships between characters and the emotion like there's there's a character let's say uh, I think her name is Rebecca and she's a huge Squishers fan <laughs> but she comes from like a really like religious family uh, that okay. doesn't want her there to like Squishers tones. because they yeah. think it's the devil and oh like, man and then she participates in like a contest and she really like You know, she she gives it her all and like in a drawing contest and stuff and she wins, but she never knows because like she makes her last post on like how her parents prevent her from going on the hypnospace. So she won the contest, but she'll never know. And that's one of like an example of just like a side story, not even part of like one of the main cases. That Those are the get. ones that hurt the most. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's too real. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it gets to that 90s vibe of like, oh, the internet is this weird place that like old boomers are afraid of in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for kids sure. Kids are kind of like finding themselves and like, you know, unless it's to, like, that they can get to download way. music for free or whatever. Yeah, then there, they're down. There, there's a whole case about like illegal Master. illegal downloads, like music nice. downloads okay. and like, rips and stuff I, like that. I'm really down to play yeah. this. Nice. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. And uh, like, get it on, like, you can get it on everything. I think on GOG, on every computer, like, uh, launcher nearly. I think it's on Steam, it's on GOG, it's on itch.io. It's time for me to move away from Steam, so I'll probably yeah. get well, itch. The developers get more it's about time. money yeah. if you buy Somewhere it from else. GOG or like itch.io. Oh, would you? Okay. Cool. Or even or even the Epic Store. Bam, bam, bam. But I don't think it's on, I don't think it's on the Epic Store. Oh. Yeah, but it's um, yeah. Okay, cool. By cool. the way, the you know the the, mm-hmm. the religious undertones that it takes that uh, oh that's the devil squishers are the devil and everything. Yeah, it yeah. might seem exaggerated in today's context. Mm. But the thing is, it was very real back then. Yeah, you exactly. younger viewers yeah, out there. Exactly. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I actually uh, saw a newspaper article that was taken out of um, of, of a religious uh, newspaper back then mm-hmm. uh, that uh. would show you different gateways to hell. <laughs> well, like yeah. this game has, has that, but yeah. without like the the, the it, they exaggerated, but it's. It, it just reflects how real it was at the time. Yeah. And yeah. Would take it I, I remember a discussion with my parents when uh, they saw that I had a Cradle of Filth CD. <gasps> oh, God forbid. Yeah, Watch I was out. like you 12 or 13. Internet. Apparently people are giving you the recipe to nuclear bombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently cool, cool, cool. doing yoga. <laughs> 
according to Christian newspapers, doing yoga is a gateway to hell. It makes sense. All the new age, like, spirituality websites in hypnospace are absolute The 2012 end of the world shit. No, really? 2001. No, no, the Y2K. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Y2K. Oh, my God. Ah, it was a nice scam. Anyway. <laughs> I remember a little Moving on. posted oh, on but, every uh, computer on uh, Best yeah. Buy. Y2K compliant. They were all compliant <laughs> to start <laughs> with. Just yeah. There were again. systems all that like had like, stupid clocks, but yeah. A computer, a mouse, a hypnospace outlaw. Yeah, it's, I'm going to uh, play it for sure. Yeah. Enjoy it. And the oh, soundtrack is like really cool. Like I just seven I, hours. I, I, I love that game. Five hours because it's cases. So and you take your time. So it's, it's a chill game. Closer to ten. Oh, I'd nice. Say. But well, if you want to enjoy no, that's yourself, cool. yeah. like, take it chill. Uh, yeah, and just listen to the music. And laugh. Curious because yeah. you're like, ha, and then you use search words and you find stuff and then you're surprised. Oh, that it's it works. that game where you say, okay, yeah, I saw a bit of it recently. Okay, can yeah. you play with yeah. Woodman? I, 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 I yeah, showed yeah. you the Silver Gunner yeah. uh, Woodman parody, yeah. like yeah. in Hypnospace. Yeah. Can, can you play with other people? Let's say you're in a Discord no, no. call and you, you you try to take decisions with the per- people. Like, oh, should I? Should I? It seems too linear for that. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like yeah, it's okay. closer to like old school like. It's a visual novel. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of, right? Click adventure kind of. It's I wouldn't even say it's like that. It's it's really it's closer to like task based like admin games like Papers Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. like, like Obra Din. Like yeah. it's really just like But there is like one storyline. Yeah. So yeah. And okay. you have like options, you can choose you can change your cursor, you can change like your wallpapers, like oh, within the game and stuff like that. Like yeah. The first time that uh, I think I got a virus was because I downloaded a cursor set in 1997. So many viruses in Uh, that game. Cursor (laughs) sets. And they affect like shit and it's like, oh, what's happening to my screen? (laughs) Mine was my dad's porn. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, moving on. on. Um, Your dad's porn was the best segue. (laughs) Another segue. Subject That's ever. the name of the episode. <laughs> Your dad's porn gets frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get a virus, everybody. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, man. I'm crying. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, so in terms of games, that's, that's mostly it. it for me. Other than that, I, I watched like some uh, TV um, there's mostly like two shows that I think that are worth mentioning. Uh, one I was really surprised by, and again, it's another Hulu show. I don't know, like who. God, gave, I'm like, so tired of your Hulu shit. <laughs> I don't have the Whoa. money. <laughs> yeah. Be creative. Okay. Get yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. I'm not gonna get them from the hypnospace. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's another Hulu show from that's. The hive mind. I, I have to say, like. I was surprised that this exists. Yeah. Like that it's done in. Like it's um, it's called Rami. Rum? Rami. R A M I? R A M Y. Rami? Okay. Yeah. And it's it's like it's it's the story of um he's like the real guy who's the director and kind of like the actor of the show is called Rami Youssef. I don't know what's his name in the show. Oh, okay. Like it's Rami something else. 
You know how like shows do that where it's yeah. kind of, like semi-biographical, like like uh, it's Will Smith style. and Freshman of Bel Air was also Will. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. But like yeah. more like Curb, you know, more like Curb. Like a- yeah. Like more uh, like insecure, let's say with like Issa Rae, but it's like Issa is something else. Yeah, yeah. Like. okay, um, okay. And it's yeah. uh, he's like a he's like a millennial. He's uh, Muslim American, so he's like Egyptian, uh, Palestinian, and he's trying to like navigate like being a millennial and having values, but also like being good. So That's it's a young writer, also. Yeah, he's young. He's like in his late twenties. But he's writer of the show. Yeah, yeah, because it's based on like his experiences. Okay, okay, no, that's that, really cool. Yeah, because like, I'm used to like old people making shows. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's, eh? that's the cool yeah, thing, yeah. and he's trying to kind of negotiate like living in America, but also being like a practicing like Muslim. Mm, yeah, because it's like it's one of those like millennial like trying to find yourself shows, yeah. but without like the nihilism. Because he he has like a belief in God in a certain yeah, way, yeah. but. He's like, how does how do I make it work? Like, this nihilism is, is us with the colonialism and the no, uh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and just uh, like and he and just there's like a, that's cool, yeah. It's like I need juggling more like his faith and like an open-minded lifestyle at the same time. And the way it's shown, it's not like you know how like you have like movies sometimes where it's like you have like a, a like you know, Kumal Nanjiani in The Big Sick, where it's like he's from a Muslim family but he has like an antagonistic relationship with his family or his parents because they're too conservative or anything yeah. it's like no no he's living mm-hmm. well with it but he's trying to see like how do I make it work and it's all set in Jersey so it's kind of funny to see the conflict too or like the contrast basically with his like himself his Muslim community and just Jersey mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they get like some really good laughs out and of that of that show yeah. but it's also very intelligent like it's uh, every episode is about something like there's an episode where it mostly focuses on his sister and how her life is different oh, I love when the, him. you know the, the Aziz show when, when it branched out in second season like, yeah so good yeah. Uh, there's an episode okay, cool. where it's the mother and how she's living nice like her yeah. life Uh, and you know from like a different perspective and stuff like that and just like uh, it's is really it like six episodes like the other Hulu shows uh, 10 10 30 episodes 30 uh, minutes t- 30 min- 10 30 minute episodes oh, I'm so glad they're like getting their point across yeah, with, with shorter yeah, episodes yeah and it's just it's, it's nice. super good and uh, it's really it's really like um, informative I guess for like people who are interested in knowing more about like the community yeah. in a certain way I feel like there's that it's not about me but I'm definitely like interested well like, yeah, yeah. Well, me it's like too it's, it, it's, it's not about I mean not about me not, not about making me understand yeah but, but it, still it, it, it will yeah. still do it yeah that's the thing it, it'll still be informative enough I guess and it's really like it's it's nice because it brings like again diversity certain form of, like a perspective on like what it means to be American and like he is American, an American. millennial And practicing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I have to add another element to that show that's really good. It's probably some of the best disabled representation I've seen in a show yet. Oh, yeah? His best friend is uh, Steve. And um, he is a disabled person. Like, mm-hmm. he needs to use, like, a wheelchair. Uh, he has, like, very, like, uh, difficult, like, complicated, like, uh, physical complications. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, it's rare to see... Um, like a show where there's disability represented by someone who's disabled 
Sometimes you know how they use like actors yeah. to pretend yes. that they're disabled. Yeah. It's it's a little frustrating when that happens, and there's a sort of moral gray area when that happens too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, just, it's in, like, in 2019. But know? yeah, but it's, yeah. it's it's also like who's who's better to give like um, exactly who's <laughs> yes. better to give a, 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 and even Steve gets his own episode in yeah. the show. Yeah. And the thing is that Steve is actually his real life best friend yeah. since elementary school. So okay. It's, yeah. So it's like it's not a trained actor. Well, that's cool. He's yeah. not a trained actor. It's just he knows what it's like to live disabled, so they can write an episode together. It's it's easy from a from like like obviously it's because he he's he's the guy who wrote it, but mm-hmm. it's easy in other media or uh, made by other people to like. You kind of have that shame, so that's why you don't bring them aboard. Mm-hmm. Like, and you expect that they'll be like shamed by their own experiences, mm-hmm. then they won't be like self-aware. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the most self-aware of like, like yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the best person you can bring on. <laughs> yeah, well, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like, really cool. And it does it really well. It's it's worth a watch. It's kind of hard to stop watching it once you start. Mm. So that's like the warning I'll give. Um, and I think it's, it's one of those shows that's kind of needed considering like the current climate of yeah, like, yeah. Islamophobia that can exist around the world um, God it's really fucking terrible here so <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, 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 I won't like say more about it just like that's that was a good one and right yeah. now like there's this call it the trinity of relevance on like the Hulu shows with Pen15 Shrill and Rami yeah it's just like what's up that's my backlog Hulu, like <laughs> someone just slapped you behind the head and then you're just like popping like it'd be interesting to to, to, to look into Hulu like see why or how they're woke you know I like how just like just who's um, behind this like who's who's the producers that are like this nice <laughs> <laughs> they're just I, I feel like they're just allowing more people to be they're directors. aware there's gonna yeah. be an audience yeah like they're more kind of like like they realize that there is an audience for more things than like yes. you know it's like comics yeah like well the, just yeah. like there's uh, I feel like there it's been a long time that there's been like a starving like for representation exactly yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When people are starving like is yeah. the right word <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surprised that this exists in the first place because I yeah. think there's a big uh, lack of a guide between religion and actual reality and culture because I think that really really stops from any, um, I would say, millennials, mm-hmm. indeed, to try to integrate themselves into it because it just seems so disconnected from reality. Mm-hmm. You look at the religious book, it doesn't take into consideration any of, of present-day values of culture or anything. Yeah. And if there's something that could explain the transition of how to actually deal with it on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. it would be relatable and more people would be into it. Well, the problem, no. yeah, like the main thing to me anyway that i've understood from like the the spiritual books that i've read is it's about in the end it's about unconditional love and, like, and things like that and, yes. and then it goes into community and culture like mm-hmm. and that's how you live it but the idea that you go ah oh, but you know this part of that book doesn't make sense Man, I'm gonna find gaps in every single book, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> like, yeah, like the 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 sins. 
That's you know what about here. books. You know the cinema sins like well, crappy YouTube videos where they have like a counter and it's like all uh, the yeah, yeah 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 like exactly like, like those are on, terrible. Like, they're not criticisms, but yeah, but that's like that's not that's not what's gonna make the the story or the parable or the whatever bad yeah. like yeah no definitely but it's just yeah but it, it's easy it, to like dismiss like spiritualism it, because it makes no sense or whatever like the, that's such a cheap argument to like yeah. it can bring but it, it, it does in people's lives and like and without like, yeah. having to ruin anyone's soul yeah but whatever I guess it's like it's uh, it's just nice f- people yeah give exactly it, it's it like the respect. fear it's the fear of the other yeah. <laughs> but the, the problem is that like uh, for, for our generation of like white boys uh, like like I'm talking about myself and a bunch of other people like we were kind of like we were like kind of like you know there there's like a our, like our parents were like drifting away from religion they were mm-hmm. like, like a religion as a state item yeah, not yeah, as yeah. a like a cultural item mm-hmm. and um we were kind of just like we were educated by these people who were like you know like the forest horse the four horsemen like the 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 full atheist like like garbage people basically (laughs) (laughs) but who are very educated and like they'll make sense to you and it's kind of like our own gurus so we Mm -hmm. have like this split from like like we kind of like just hate on religion really really quickly yeah yeah (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> all that to say, like, it's nice to see, like, people kind of just going like, no, no, this is my, like, spiritual slash cultural yeah. background. This is my, my, like, we've been starving, f- like, even for representation. Yeah. And this is yes, how I live exactly. my life in my spirituality and, and yeah. not apologizing for it or not trying to, like, justify it. It's just, this is, yeah. this is what my life looks like to you who doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's I not going to change the political or like <laughs> economic structure of your entire world. Like, no. <laughs> you're not yeah, going to yeah. be destroyed by this. You'll be fine. It's going to yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be all okay. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's fine. Just listen to our voices. <laughs> comment, like, subscribe. And comment, like, subscribe. Yeah, Bring boy. that nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, other show, other show that's worth watching. I was waiting for it. It's been a year. Cobra Kai season two started. Hell yeah! It's cheesy as fuck, but it's smart. Uh, season three needs to be its last season, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's. I feel like they 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 need to reach an end point. I watched the whole season and like. Two days. It's again I'm ten episodes, thirty minutes. Okay. It continues with what the first season did, and it keeps getting like really good at just having like amazing like themes and like clever writing. Not the best dialogue. Is it still the same joke? No, no, no. It's not. Okay. It's not even a joke. I, I haven't watched like it's it. Re- it's really like... heartfelt, but it's like yeah. uh, it's still again just showing like the 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 after effects of like bullying and abuse. And okay. Like manipulative relationships, like especially with Oof. like the, the uh, Lawrence, like the Cobra yeah, Kai yeah. antagonist from like the original movies, yeah. and what was his relationship to his sensei back then? Yeah. And he's trying to like uh, move away from what he learned. And, if they like, go China. adult on that and mature on the idea of like, why was this kid a dick? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, they they do it really well, and then how like your dickishness can sometimes become so much a part of you that you're yeah. kind of spreading that dickishness in other kids. Yeah, yeah. And um, they, they just 
go to places like that are that needs to be addressed in like shows that are that I can rarely say like that a show is as much for adults as teenagers as this show is like I can't it's... think of another show where it's like a 15 year old yeah and their parents could sit down watch it and enjoy it that's cool because the like the subject matter is that it, it like I haven't even watched it but the, the way you describe it, it it seems like a kind of an important show to watch because <laughs> yeah. like it's no but you like or whatever that you you made from from your for your from your trauma mm-hmm. for like a hard sensei or, or parents or whatever abusive yeah. um it will spread and it's like it's your coping mechanism mm-hmm. and it's like you you will Whoa. spread that coping mechanism on other people that like don't necessarily understand where you come from mm-hmm. so it's just like it's like endless basically yeah well, and they, bullying and shame and yeah the generations and the cycles yeah that's cool that. okay and they go like yeah. you know they have like the 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 daniel larusso and the, like lawrence's generation and then you have the younger generation but then in this the season they go into like the older generation that's like really the, nice the, yeah you know the vietnam war generation. yeah yeah because like, they've got their own like, trauma this yeah, is this is where our co- but it is, this is where our trauma <laughs> comes from yeah. exactly and it's like yeah where does like all this like toxic shitty behavior come from and yeah. what was like the standard for that time and like how does it like how was it transmitted to like the the younger generation and then how yeah. can it be transmitted to the current generation this is so cool because the, this is a timeless message this can be people can watch this 30 years from now and still have well, the I same hope, I hope we're more healed in 30 years <laughs> yeah but, but like I, I, I hope we're less toxic somehow yeah <laughs> I mean but toxicity it's, right it, now it's nice that it, it's, it's nice that it, it it goes up to the Vietnam War and like like not that like obviously well, that there are previous wars yeah. but it's it, it's like it's it, it's nice that it shows that it's a generational thing mm-hmm. that, like mm-hmm. you need to let go yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's sometimes it's just like how it's so it's even in the little implicit behaviors yeah that it remains and that's like even like sometimes because sometimes like intent yeah. is there and of course it's, really it's always there good. everybody's trying to be nice and even the psychopaths know, like, can be really lazy and it's like oh they realize <laughs> that they need really to be nice. nice but sometimes they'll still try to be nice but yeah. they're going at it in such uh. like a backwards way because they don't know any better yeah and and it, that's very real because of their abusive like yeah. yeah exactly that's very real and it's like you kind of feel for that person because like they're trying but they're still like there's so much work to be done yeah there's so much like healing and recognition I, re- I really that. hope the human race wakes up before global warming kills us all because <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of it feels like we're getting there and it doesn't just feel like and that's me being super optimistic, but I don't feel I don't feel like it, it's me You're reaching my optimistic. Holy fuck! I don't feel like it's me reaching my thirties. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of a big thing, like a like of some kind of like oh. I'm I'm getting spiritual, but it's there is an awakening, and at least in our like modern American well, culture. When I, when I watch that show, one of the current things that I'm thinking about, and it's like conversations that I've been having just in general, just like I'm like. The kids will be all right as long yeah, as we yeah, don't yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The kids will be that's all right. A, yeah. that's, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. a good nuance. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hell, there's still the kids will be fine if there's still a world that's gonna be around. You know, 
But on a technical level, yeah. the last episode of that show has like a single shot Oh, of course scene. it does. <laughs> but I, I yeah. didn't expect that at all because the first season didn't go for anything like okay. very like flashy. It's very shot like a TV show. It's kind of like okay. the lighting is flat and everything. But there is a single shot like karate brawl action scene that rivals like True Detective episode <gasps> four levels. And I'm like, yeah, how? Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I really okay wow i can't wait to see wow. that but i i, I want to like shout out uh the netflix uh show called um daredevil yeah very quickly if you've watched them yeah, have you watched them okay that's what i was thinking about so and i think this show does it better have you watched <gasps> the third season really no, i haven't watched the third season though you, I have, yeah. i've watched the first two okay but maybe ignore the fucking season just go <laughs> for it i think it's episode three or four in every season it's just like it's that thing and it's like just go watch that scene for cinematography purposes just like it's it's like john woo started this and this is where we, like it's so cool okay yeah okay cool oh, okay yeah. even i feel like checking it out also quick 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 shout out i think you should leave with tim robinson sketch comedy it's like I watched s- it s- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb I watched three it, episodes yeah. it, it just Ugh. slaps it's 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 it's. it makes me so uncomfortable it, well I, the I, title I, says it yeah I think you should leave I stopped I, I, I left after no, but, but for real after after three episodes I was gonna put the fourth one on like another day mm-hmm. and I saw the title for real and I went uh, no, <laughs> you, you knew already. Uh, I was like, I know exactly what's gonna play, and I think I'm done. Yeah, it's good, but it was uh, so Tim and Eric, and so like, it's it's a good mix of like Tim and Eric, but I feel like it's a, it's a comedy of just like banal, um, awkward moments that are pushed to the extreme of yeah, how like, they yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Like how well, they, they made get, an art album. It's it feels like you know that game where we just up one one another on like Absolutely. a yeah on a sheet of paper or something. It feels like that, but it's, with one guy. Yeah, but <laughs> upping like, himself constantly. It's it's those stupid stubborn moments, you know. Like yeah, you're at a restaurant and at the end of the table, <laughs> like uh, there's a famous person. That's like oh, the guy's really excited about that famous person. They want to talk to them. But they start choking. And then someone comes to them and is like, Hey man, I think you're choking. He's like, I'm not choking. And it's like, <laughs> you should you should take it easy. Like he's like, I'm not choking. Shut up. <laughs> I wanna talk to that celebrity. And it's just like five minutes yeah. of just that person just like kind of like crazier and crazier. Yeah, yeah. just it's like, are you really gonna die because you're too embarrassed to choke in front of like your <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, I'm not choking. Shut up. I, I think the first skit is really the the it kind of sets up the whole thing where it's this guy who ends an interview and he wants to to his interview to go perfectly and as a, as he's about to leave <laughs> yeah you know exactly I love that kind of humor yeah that but cringy as yeah well. like as he's about to leave he like pulls on the door and he's just the like the guy who was interviewing him goes like no no it's push oh and the guy says, oh, I've been here before. You can pull two. You can pull two. And he, s- he pulls the door 
until he breaks it. <laughs> and it's like two minutes of him pulling the door and like the hinges are breaking. And, it's just, <laughs> and it's breaking. And like smiling and, at and, the guy and, and just, just like, going, see? Kind of see? Like, <laughs> we were both right. Every single skit is that joke. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might watch but, it like, yeah. but like I was like done with it because I was like, I got the joke. But like every every other every skit, there's like four or five per per episode. Per episode. Yeah. Sixteen minutes. It's like yeah, they're short, like, but yeah. it's every single skit that joke. Yeah, but in but different, in different context, si- and it's all context that you've seen in the real world. Like you've you, like even the ad like uh like like uh ad content in a in a sitcom, like <laughs> with the knob shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, it it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I think it's such a like small investment, and the way I watched it, I it's didn't. So uncomfortable. It. It's like sixteen-minute <laughs> bits, like that you can watch between every like, now and then. Yeah, like yeah, just like you, you watch it's, one a day, and you'll feel like you had your fill because as a binge, yeah. you kind of, I feel it can lose its um, yeah sheen. It can lose its sheen. It could lose like it's it's kind of like the same joke over and over in different yeah. context light up when you watch this <laughs> yes and here in Canada <laughs> yeah uh, legal it's, October <laughs> it's produced by the Lonely Island people yeah they're so involved in it their shows uh, well like yeah. even Tim Hedeker shows up yeah. like in one of the episodes of course yeah. Well, well yeah. the guy who made it yeah he uh, Tim Robinson yeah yeah he's he's known I've, I've seen him around I don't know where from he's like one of those lesser guys that I've seen in other skits Lesser, Chris, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen, I've seen him around, like, uh, uh, but now I see him in every skit. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's nice that him. he got his little like show. Yeah, that's like. No. Oh, oh okay. That's that's. My I'll get there. One, it's just, but it's just because. Yeah. You know my relationship. I was binging it with Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> Man, I found I found and a Garfield I feel statue. Like there, was, there was something resonated with me in that sketch. I was like, <laughs> Tim Robinson, you and me, we need to meet. Like, there, there, there's a connection here. Oh, like, we, yeah. we, we're fam. I found I found this old. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're fam. fam. We're fam. We're like, you know, just calling out Jim Davis. I understand? Like, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tim Robinson. Yeah. Like, I feel like. You make me feel. I used to love Garfield, but I, it was in French, and like I don't know if I missed something. I yeah. I, I used to to, to he badly translated into liking Garfield. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I was just like yeah. find a Gar- like kind of like Snoopy. It's not thing. good, you but yeah. Snoo- <laughs> Snoopy <laughs> as well. I mean, come on, like it's garbage humor, but it's like no peanuts. Peanuts. I feel like it wasn't meant for kids. It's like Mafalda. <laughs> yeah, but there's like, this thing where it doesn't kids. go as. As an adult, I can appreciate Peanuts. I can appreciate Snoopy. I can appreciate Mafalda. But yeah. Garfield, Garfield. There's nothing. Yeah, like, no, no, you're right. Like, you're right. It's not so the same. Much, like, like there's so much paraphernalia and just like so much merch about Garfield. Man, and who's I, a fan of Garfield? I don't know anyone who's a fan of Garfield. There's I, no one. I recently <laughs> like. Why is it still a thing? <laughs> Why is it still a thing? Yeah. Jim Davis. What? How do it's you? an icon of American culture. I don't know. Impression: Jim uh, Jim Davis uh, is uh, John Arbuckle, and he inserts himself there. But why did it work? <laughs> it's because it's a cat. You know, we love cats. Uh, I guess. Did you see how much he changed? 
During Why? the years, he became like a, a super cartoony thing. Uh, you know, he looked like re- more realistic cat. And now he's Bill Murray. Welcome Bill to the Murray Garfield house. Garfield. He, he voiced it out of him. You know okay. the story? Do you know the story of how he voiced Garfield? No. Okay. <laughs> um, he he got a message. So basically when you, you try to call, uh, you, you try to for for a thing you can't you can't reach him you can't you can't you can't actually reach him he doesn't have a, a phone okay. he just have a, has a voicemail okay and it goes to his agent and um basically <laughs> oh lord he's looking this up yeah um <laughs> it's pretty funny he he got the message from his agent saying like ah they want you in a Garfield movie it's written by Joel Cohn and he goes, oh, a movie by the Cone Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I will it's do it. It's only one, and it's not even a <laughs> No, but he went, oh, it's a movie by the Cone Brothers. I'll do it. How, how big is the paycheck? And it wasn't even that. He just agreed to it. Yeah. He said, yes, sign. Yeah. And he got stuck in the <laughs> And he was just like, fuck. <laughs> that explains it. And that's not even like still, a joke. That, that is that what ju- happened. That just gives like more weight to the argument of like, who wants Garfield? Who wants Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> why? I, I don't why, get the target Why Garfield? And I can't understand another thing. I know it's a cat. I know it's a cat, but it's like, Growing up, I always we don't like know a single comic strip from it. We don't even remember anything. I know better yeah. like Garfield minus Garfield. Yeah. Than Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. Well, it's like the 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 peanuts with the Smiths uh, quotes from the lyrics. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it like what yeah, yeah. like postmodern comedy has done to Garfield is better than like Garfield. But it's kind of like you know everybody knows Felix the Cat, but we yeah. no, that's the thing. That's what I was. I I, I, I know that it's Felix good or cat, whatever. Like, growing but up, I was like I had a Felix the Cat VHS, and I was like oh, yeah, was, me like, too. Weird sketches, but it's still popular and no to one for knew who Felix the Cat was. Yeah. and I'd go to the library, sure. and then I'd find like Garfield in German at the library, and I didn't <laughs> have, like, Felix the Cat, who was like a German cat, didn't even exist, like in. Oh, well, that wasn't here. the case for me because, uh, yeah, it got into Felix the Cat. Cool. Yeah. I, I wish yeah. I met you earlier in my life <laughs> where we could have enjoyed Felix, Felix the, the Cat. cat. Yeah, I, not, I still love him. That's yeah. not the reality we lived in. We had to, like, yeah, well, recently, survive Garfield. Recently, like, I've been, <laughs> I've been going Garfield. through, like, uh, my, my mom's old stuff, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> I found a Garfield statue. And I have it at home. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, I can't throw this out. It's Garfield with a baseball hat and a baseball. <laughs> and like a, a bat. So like, I'm just like, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, from the baseball arc. Yeah, exactly. Gar- yeah. <laughs> of course. Right after Impel Down. It's like yeah. <laughs> For you viewers out there, that's a One Piece reference. <laughs> oh, it's like... Okay. It's like those troll dolls, where it's like you yeah. never remember buying one, but there was always one at everybody's house. It was they had big dirty. hair. That's the whole. It was thing. always dirty. You don't want to really touch it. Yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. always dirty. It's true. Or like it's remember not even like those, where it those, those transparent land phones? Oh wow! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. My 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 <laughs> my roommate had one from Nickelodeon. And the, the ringtone was Nick, 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 Nick,
Why was it so He won it in a contest. I think it was terrible. We did it. We were just terrorized. Each time somebody would call. <laughs> okay. But yes, land phones were a thing back then. We still remember land phones. We're old. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so you'll have to indulge in our, in our uh, non-millennial uh, generation gap. You can enjoy Garfield, but I don't understand. But It went through generations, fine. right? Everyone knows yeah. what Garfield is now. It upsets me. Come to think of it, this just enlightens me at how much attention Garfield has got during the year. That's a waste of time. I'm upset now. I'm upset. Because we participated in it. I honestly never see him around. Garfield so. needs some frosted tips, too. Odie. Oh no, I hate Odie. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder like if Odie in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. I wonder if people in like sixty years don't do voices again. <laughs> I, 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 I wonder if people in sixty years are gonna be like talking about Garfield this like like the way you're talking about him yeah, right the now. ESPN like, documentary or like, on or Garfield like, yeah. and Jim Davis. Yeah. You know, five, or like like an hour and a half episode. Or, or if people are gonna talk about this about Sonic the same way, eventually. <laughs> oh, about the Sonic, Sonic is that like action. as much as like there is. There's gonna be somebody screaming on a, like a, a podcast that's like streamed visually whatever like it's gonna be like a 3D podcast and it'll be like Sonic why do people even like Sonic no, but the thing <laughs> is is like I have met Sonic fans I know they exist I have never met a but that, that's what I'm fan. saying but maybe 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 in the future Sonic will be on shirts and you won't have met a, like like people in 60 years won't ever meet a Sonic that's fan true. that's what I mean that's like true. Like, I feel like it'll still be around. How old is Garfield? Because I feel it's not as old as Peanuts. I think it's the 70s. I really? think it's... I'm not sure. Let's fact check that with our uh, Mr. <laughs> Cynical Star. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that... Uh, 78. 70. Oh, there you go. 78. So one year before bad. Alien. Oh, the yeah. eighth passenger. <laughs> if that's your your way of calculating where the generations start and end, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. I actually enjoy that. Okay. Our our current culture is all about making like the seven, like the late, yeah, the eighties and the nineties too important. Yes. Like next glorified. year. By next year, the eighties will be forty years ago. Oh, that <laughs> makes me feel hollow inside. <laughs> I feel like you've drained me of all life energy. Good night. That <laughs> <laughs> was our podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that you know, tangents. You know how they are. Yeah. Um, I saw Endgame. Oh, oh, spaghetti! Endgame. Don't worry, no spoilers here. Spoiler free. No spoilers. Does he go Spoiler up his free. butt? Impressions. <laughs> Was that free. true? <laughs> uh, there is butt talk. Okay. Um, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a top five. One. Yes. 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 That's uh, that's a strong one. I I feel like blah, just exploding and saying a lot of things about it, but I won't. I'll wait until like everybody, at least in this podcast, has seen it, and maybe we could have like a spoiler cast. Yeah. Or something like. Uh, the more you know, but um, the actors bring their A game. 
That's good to know. Like they've been incarnating those roles, like it, like they've been in those roles for so long, and just like they know how to like turn it on and turn mm. it off, like whenever they have to, and they do a great job. Like the just how they play together, uh, it's really a strong payoff for I'm gonna eleven ask, years of. I'm movies. gonna ask for a spoiler. Okay. Okay. Um, guys, there's a spoiler coming. Um, Time the, does the, the, yeah, the, uh, 10 minutes, I don't know. Yeah. I just want to know, does yeah. Black Widow have a moment? Because I find that she's like re- relatively ignored all the time. The I'd say this movie, the original like 2012 Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Are, they get their moment. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I want to see more of that character, and I feel like uh, after like like um, soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, she yeah. was just kind of in the background. Yeah, well, I feel like she's kind of like she. Well um, stuff. She plays well with every other character. Like she, yeah. she kind of like she's. Uh, it's just she's like a really good like uh, counterpart. To yeah, anybody. It's just that like her and Mark Ruffalo are kind of like the best actors of the bunch, you know. So, so it's kind of weird that uh, of yeah. the of the earlier ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like I kind of wanted to see more of them, but yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's like if they a, get their moment, this is that's an good. Avengers movie. Yeah, and it's kind of like a you know ending the Avengers saga. So it really like. Uh, it yeah, really that's cool. focuses on like the main Avengers from like 2012 and like they they get like that's their, what was uh, planned yeah yeah they get Screen they time. get enough attention and uh, just yeah get ready for the feels like, yeah there's a lot of feels uh, felt it in the theater throughout the film during the film after the film uh, be ready if you like those films in general and I think like we all it, do yeah we all do in a certain way and it's like even if you don't like i feel like the movie does a great job it's just like being good on its own as well so oh yeah fun, e- I, even I without infinity war <laughs> i yeah i don't yeah. i don't su- i suggest you do watch at of least course infinity war yeah. before watching it it's like, like part one and part two that's what they were called yeah. uh, originally but it's regardless it's a strong movie on its own still okay cool cool but uh watch infinity war before at least that <laughs> like even if you watch like if you don't watch any other like Marvel film at all, yeah, at least watch Infinity War because you're gonna be confused yeah. if you don't. Um, Man, it, it, uh, did you see the box office estimates for it? I mean, <laughs> it's you insane. Can, you can numbers can be as high as they can, but it just I don't know. Like, just I'm trying to be more, more qualitative about it. Yeah, but I'm just like. Um, oh, I don't mean that they mean that the movie is better or anything. Yeah. It's just like I was like astonished. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. very surprised how they did the marketing of this because if you noticed a few weeks ago they released they released Infinity War on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That was the true. best thing that they did for their marketing for Endgame oh. ever. Yeah. Okay, that was incredible. It's, they could uh, have not but gotten what, so much more money. But what about like the the Fortnite crossover? <laughs> Like Thanos, that's yeah. like or whatever. <laughs> oh my God, millennials! Please. Anyway, I don't. just want to say, like, it's fifty percent more people went to see Endgame than Infinity War because of Netflix. Fifty oh. percent. It's like hundred and fifty percent, like Infinity War sales. It's insane. 
That's crazy. Yeah. But um, I was thinking like, oh, would, it's gonna uh, break a small record or whatever. But it just is, like this is one of those like once in a lifetime movie events. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the way this movie was made, this way this movie was directed and completed, and what it does for its and what it does for like the the spectators and the fans that have been there for like all the years, it. Feels That's like the culmination really cool. of like a decade of like a cinematic universe. Because every time, every time there was a movie by them, like or an Avengers mm-hmm. movie, you go, they can't top this. They can't top, and they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But this is really feels like the movie where it's like, okay, you can't top this. Yeah, <laughs> like this, for yeah, real now. Like, no, <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, this so, is like the definitive. Like, I feel it's yeah, and I feel it's really cool because if like you've watched so many and you've liked it and you want to like drop let's say you're like you're done I've, you could end there you could stop it there yeah. and if you liked it and you wanted to continue there's going to be more stuff going there's on there's Spider-Man too. this summer yeah. yeah exactly but it's yeah, like yeah it's but it's just it, 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 it there's an out yeah and it's a good one yeah basically and it's basically but I feel like just, that's kind of what's going to happen maybe like Comic books, it's just yeah, it'll you know, never like end. Yeah. Comic book continuity is mainstream cinema. Yeah, that's that's crazy. W- that's that's the world we live in now, yeah. and I'm impressed by that. Yeah, I think that's impressive that that translated so well from one medium to the next. Because 2011, you tell <laughs> be understood generally by just like moviegoers <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. just the weird mm-hmm. shit with like retcons and like. Yeah. Just oh, in 2011. Yes. In the, twi- the movie loop. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. true. In 2011, you told me. I know I nothing like, about this movie, but I'm sure it's going insane. this way. Yeah, but it's right. like even yeah. just like in 2012, when the first Avengers film yeah. came no, out, for sure. It was like that's never been seen. Like they got yeah. like characters from like five different movies and yeah. just like joined them together, and they had like this crossover. And they just they kept pushing it, and now, like for I mean, someone who grew up reading like comic books, yeah, there is like this feels like a huge like payoff and just like a huge celebration of it. It is weird that they just went like, what worked in comics in hindsight? Let's just apply it to movies, and it worked. Because <laughs> yeah, comics yeah, work weird. in themselves. It's yeah. just people don't read comics. But if they knew how comics could be good, yeah. be, it would. Yeah, yeah, for be sure. Be more accessible, but yeah. now just they translated it to movies, and it shows wow. that there's quality in there. Yeah, there's something. Not for just someone or nearly everyone. Yeah, the it's next not just Spawn. Yeah, or just like we're <laughs> gonna make a comic book film, but we're really gonna make it not like silly or superhero-y. We're gonna try to bring it's, it to the most. It's the backdrop. Realist, yeah, but there is like a different genre for every movie. Type. Yeah, it's yeah. post Nolan, like superhero films. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Uh, like it, it Nolan is one of my favorite yeah. Hollywood Hollywood directors, mm-hmm. but my God. These Batman movies, man. <laughs> I know. Ugh. I know. I have the same sentiment. <laughs> I'm just like... They're so of a different era already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Post-Nolan. 
Post- I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah just now movies. it's like superhero movies can be just as silly as the comics they're from. Yeah. And no one's gonna bat an eye and be like, oh, that was weird. I was like, no, this is common now. Yeah. I, this is fun, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, like the, the gun movie. What, 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 what is it called? Alita. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was fun. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, and that was fine. Like, I, it used to be that, like, if it was just silly and fun, I'd feel like I wasted my time. And, like, I, I went to the movie and it was just, it brought me nothing. This brings me joy. <laughs> like, I saw a manga. I didn't read yeah. a manga. I saw a manga. It's the yeah. coolest thing. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish that one day still. The Society of the Spectacle has won. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Yeah. I wish but that one day they're going to make the. Uh, that's not what it's about exactly. Oh. But tell me that, about that. I don't want to go on that tangent. Oh. <laughs> Well then, you'll have to watch it for yourselves, dear viewers. Yeah, mm-hmm. or read it. <laughs> By the way, um, for for the future superhero movies, I really hope. I mentioned it in the first one or two podcasts we, that we did, but I'm still still hoping that they cover the best arc I've ever seen in comic book because I've my childhood was comic books. Okay, yeah. all around. Me. I know where you're going. My, my best friend. Yeah, the, the clones. Yes, <laughs> maximum maximum separation anxiety. Yes, yes, yes. Also, that that was um, the story that came right after. Yes, indeed. But that's the thing. Yeah. Um, it's still kind of teen ish. Mm-hmm. The superhero movies at the moment. Uh, I know Deadpool set a precedent when it came to R rated uh, superhero movies, but it's still the only kid on the block. That's yeah, but they couldn't do that with Spider Man. But you know what's they what's been in, what's been in the works for for uh, well in the works pre prod work for mm. like I think fifteen years now is a Lobo movie. Lobo, yeah. whoa! I, and How are they and I do think that's probably. where that's where you were going. <laughs> like, like huh. they're probably gonna they're, Thor Ragnarok it. I I feel like that's not the I feel like well kind of but but more like it, black man like it needs to be like <laughs> dark and like disgusting black like like Hellboy but right what now. it should be yeah, yeah oh yeah. the new Hellboy oh, sucks no. you've seen it <laughs> you've watched that movie from from every or, yeah yeah it's got like ten percent need or, to watch the movie because mm-hmm. I saw so many reviews that I feel a little disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I disappointing. I, like, yeah. I haven't seen it, but it's it's, it's a movie that's like horrible. made by a fan, mm-hmm. and he wanted to put everything in there, but mm-hmm. got everything wrong. It's like a David Cage, <laughs> you know, like oh. you know that like getting the the words are there, but like mm, I the see, yeah, because yeah. it's like it's clearly a fan that made this movie. Okay, yeah. okay, I see. Well, I wasn't interested in Hellboy considering that oh, okay. uh, Uncle Del Toro yeah. wasn't part of it. Okay. Uncle, Uncle Del Toro. <laughs> but he didn't create Hellboy, you know? I, I know he didn't it's create his it, take. but it's like, I, I liked his take. Yeah, okay. Yeah. On the oh, they were really good. But, uh, 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 this, this Hellboy feels like what the Amazing Spider-Man movies were to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Uh, I, okay, fine. <laughs> That's the impression yeah. that I had because I, I I didn't see the new Hellboy. In impact, and I saw for the sure. Amazing Spider-Man. To me, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man was much better, but yeah, it was much better than Spider-Man Three. <laughs> but everything is better than Spider-Man. The Amazing 3. Spider-Man series. 
it, it went yeah. downhill very fast. Well, <laughs> and the second one, it just yeah. felt like, oh, it's uh, so. It's a nineties this- episode. You know the '90s uh, TV show, the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. That's what it was. Radioactive like these shows in the X-Men too, really awful. But we liked them as kids, and I feel like the people went like, "Oh, that's what Spider-Man is," and they made mm. these really bad like yeah. movies. I wish they could they could make it more adult, but they won't. I think they tried. Not in my life. Spider Man shouldn't be honestly. I lo- I love these stories, but like to me, that's like where they went really bad with the character, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like the clones and like the, the maximum carnage mm. and stuff. Like they destroyed Spider Man at that point, and that's like the kind I, of I, I welcome and, the and, change, I, and yeah, it, it's cool. And I, I, me too. But like, they've come back more to the essence of what the character is. Like, yeah, yeah, the quips, the the the, the that the it's an actual of, kid that scale, has yeah. like it's a smaller scale, uh, and it's a kid that and they did that with Miles too. Like, it's a kid that has like problems with dealing with relationships in in school. Yeah, and like okay, like the I people. Agree with that. That's that's kind of to me. That's what Spider Man means. Like. I think mm. you can have another character and do the Maximum Carnage thing. But back hey, then, he was like... Yeah. You could do a... Co- Wait a second. You could do a Venom sequel. The, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the Venom worked pretty well. But the thing is, they could do a Carnage movie. Hey! Oh, I, think it's, it, I think the, it's the in the works. Like, honestly, I'm thinking like you might get your movie, but it'd be by the Spider-Verse crew. It'd be animated. I think like if you want to do like a symbiote... Like Spider-Man story, <laughs> like they go like full on with the aesthetics and go crazy and wild with like the the weird space goop shit. I think it'll be the Spider Verse crew more than like MCU. I have a raging erection thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> because if the Spider Verse people would actually pay tribute to that arc, I will. There's be also like in there's movie heaven. It was deep into <laughs> the 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 late. <laughs> It was deep into like the late latex BDSM era of, of it, it stuff. Was, it was like so the it was kind of I felt like uh, Todd McFarlane era of everything needs big teeth and like no feet, and no spikes, feet. huge muscles and guns and spikes and mm-hmm. yeah, cloaks, yeah. And broken cloaks, yeah, cloaks with holes in them. It, it was so really bad. nice. Wolverine is gonna lose his bones. <laughs> yeah, getting ripped off, and then he's gonna have bone claws. It, it was it was really Ultimate interesting, but it like <laughs> set comics back like 50 years like we're kind of like finally getting yeah I f- yeah. yeah yeah like it's so dark guys it's, yeah. it's not for kids it's right the image it's comic right comic birth was really like a mess but right now it's a really cool it's kind place of, yeah it, it's kind of a fluke that it turned out so well now yeah exactly <laughs> yeah how it yeah. started but it's cool though that the um, the writers and artists keep to get like their intellectual properties. Like, yeah, it doesn't belong to Image. Oh it yeah, yeah. The the, the, the the real reason they, they did that is that, and that's really cool. Like they Image have comics ownership. is the best for best yeah. for that. Yeah. But yeah, that's just it's like it's a fluke that it turned out to be like yeah better than how it started. Yeah, because it was just about like these super sexist and homophobic artists just joining together they and making. Really like, wanted these... to make a lot of toys. Yeah. And yeah. sell a lot of toys. Oh, it worked. I mean, I yeah. had Spawn. <laughs> yeah, me too. I had, I had two but see, I Spawn. met Spawn fans. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you boy. did not meet Garfield fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. But. 
I did say that earlier. You implied it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, does that wrap cool. up what you? Uh, yeah, that that, that was uh, that was my week. Let me tell you about mine. Next I month. love Mondays. <laughs> Just in spite. <laughs> On the next episode. Really edgy Garfield, like the contrary of everything. It's like anti Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Garfield is back. <laughs> 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 Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> as Odie. Oh Scarlett Johansson as Nermal. Nermal. Uh, oh my god. Alright, goodbye do, guys. Do, do you want to go first or shall I? We're actually out of time. <laughs> no, no, no. still have some time to spare in order to indulge your viewers. But, uh, yes. Do you want to go first, or shall I? With what, exactly? With uh, how you were entertained during well, the week. It involves I'm some, not gonna... It involves some malakas. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. let's talk about that, because it, it intertwines with how I was entertained. Now, I'll go on ahead and tell you. I watched my um, roommate play Assassin's Creed Odyssey a whole lot. And oh, like last week? Okay, it. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I decided to go through Assassin's Creed Odyssey in the past two weeks, and uh, that's pretty much all I did. <laughs> now, I've got a lot more to talk about, but basically, yeah, it kind of cha- switched my perspective on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not so much that, like, it's still just a big stake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's kind of, like, honestly, it's the first, and I kind of get... It's the first game to me that has done what every other massive open world triple a game pretends to do or or their marketing says that they mm-hmm. do and i'm talking uh, i'm gonna get hate for this but i'm talking skyrim talking red dead i'm talking uh skyrim talking but <laughs> skyrim vr yeah skyrim switch but, uh, red red Bile dead out. 2 you know like um all of them, like all the, the the massive open world sprawling games, even God of War, honestly, mm-hmm. does not come close to the epicness of yeah the Odyssey. And I'm not talking about writing, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about cinematic experience, scale. scale. Mm-hmm. It really feels like the ultimate open world epic experience, and the gameplay is like fine. Explore, <laughs> story is fine. Discover shit do shit uh, and like yeah. the other the only other game that does this the same way or like the same feelings i've had is was breath of the wild mm-hmm. which yeah is the best game yeah, ever made but like it wouldn't be too controversial indeed. to say that they that it could be a contender for like best game of all time i, I feel like uh, well for breath of the wild it's this thing yeah. that is going to take a while to get top yeah Absolutely. More so than like yeah. next AAA game tops previous AAA game. Yeah, like like what? Like and and, and, and I say that like Odyssey does it better than well, The Witcher. Like that's how yeah, far yeah. I'm going, and okay. I prefer The Witcher. Honestly, like I've had yeah. much. And it's like talking about the third one, but uh, yeah, the the Odyssey and the epic and the 
this is an open vast world mm-hmm. it's it's just stellar it's the best mm. i'm believing you from my secondhand experience that i watched my 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 roommate play a lot of it um i believe you now uh, actually there are characters that i was interested in i saw that the maps were absolutely huge she played so many hours in the team he barely you know raised any levels uh, he after 20 hours of after sorry 26 hours of gameplay he unlocked the second skill wheel <laughs> which i found a little weird it's like yeah. oh, okay you're starting to play for real now honestly <laughs> in my open world games i i play them for some reason i play them really fast like mm-hmm. the witcher took me under 80 hours to come to like 100 percent it breath of the wild took me under 70 this one took me like 50 and I'm done with the main story, the side, the side stories, mm-hmm. and like the side quests. Mm-hmm. I I have some left because it's the first, and that's another thing that's really cool. It's the first game, and and it's it's amazing by Ubisoft too, where I didn't feel forced to complete every single thing. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It there's, was just to, there's too much. There's like, just too much, but and it and just fun. went like do what the fuck you want, and that's to me the. And that's why it's a successful open. It's the first successful open world game. It just went. The world is actually there. Do what you want, man. Yeah, it's, at your it's, pace. Yeah, having having uh, finished like the main story, I I have that feeling, and just like the 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 title Odyssey. Yeah, absolutely fits because yeah. it's just it's it's like you said, it's a huge sprawling adventure where your main character is. Like doesn't isn't accountable for anything that's happening. You can no. go on tangents, <laughs> like as long as you need, and just explore like Greek islands and like find like side quests, main quests, character quests. Uh, enjoy the world and I wasn't come back expecting to that. You need to do. I was expecting just another like I did not like Origins. Mm-hmm. Well, I it did not like the quest, and it's a vengeance quest again. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, there's a. I played the cult storyline as a vengeance thing, like really, like evil, like choices and stuff like that. But it wasn't the only thing. It was just, and, and it was at your own pace. Another the setting thing that, in the museum mode for yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the but thing, it's not the like, game. It's the saving grace, but yeah. like you said, like yeah. but um, going back to Odyssey, you finish all these main storylines. There's no credits. What? There's no there's no ending to the game. It's just and, and it's explained through like uh, the main story reveal. But mm-hmm. other than like I think like the ongoing experience they've also nailed. Like the mm-hmm. game isn't over after you're done. It's yeah. just yeah. There's there's like it comes with six more episodes of story, and it's fate just of like Atlantis DLC. There's uh, the legacy and then the fate of Atlantis. The mm-hmm. legacy is already done, so there's like four episodes that are out now. Mm-hmm. Totals out of six. And it's just like, continue your odyssey. And, yeah. and like, the, since the side quests are all interesting, you can keep going or you can stop. Like, you've done massive achievements by completing the three main storylines. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like, just, just do what you want. And you do feel like you're kind of this demigod person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you yeah, do totally. you and there's growth because it's a long game so like uh, it's it's mm-hmm. totally not the same character i started with which is something that's very different from open world games too yeah. like usually all you go do is just get more skills which does happen in this but it's it just like honestly i don't see the character the same way i saw her at the beginning cassandra 
Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way Even to play the game. We didn't. We didn't take the. My roommate took Cassandra also. And like I you get two did too. <laughs> well, she hot. Yeah, yeah but I, I get like, I get the machoism like, of like choosing your 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 your, your dude, mm-hmm. but like even in the story, like the way the the guy Demos is presented, mm-hmm. it doesn't kind of make it doesn't make sense that it'd be the sister. Apparently, Cassandra. Well, the voice I really want to watch it as as Demos. Demos, like yeah. it's, it Demos. feels less cheesy. Really? Cause, okay. Cause I feel like Alexios kind of feels cheesy as Demos. Yeah, like, but I. <laughs> but that's that's what brainwashing feels to me. anyway yeah okay yeah she's better as, like as the both of them okay gravelly voiced antagonist yeah i'm really interested in, in watching like the sick the different uh choice it's an interesting thing for them to do I'm, i usually hate when you choose things well that's why they said like because for the for the purpose of the the, the lore and the continuity uh, of the it's cassandra universe Cassandra was the Mystios and Alexios was. I mean, the yeah, most, to me that yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah. And you also, know, just because and everything, it's always yeah, except her. the cover. <laughs> except the cover, yeah. When you load up the game, it's him. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but it just made sense too because it's the continuation of Layla. Yeah, Layla Hassan. Like so, the, 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 so like it just makes yeah. contemporary time proxy character. Yeah. Yeah. And she's cool too. I think they do a great job with her too. I'm fine with the way they're going. Mm-hmm. Like it brought me back to Assassin's she's Creed. She's not a child of destiny. Yeah. Well, no, she works towards it. We'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. I hope they don't go down that way. It's okay. Like it's, uh, they they I don't know if like they mentioned the Isu in the previous ones. Yeah, like they, they, they mentioned the, that, that word the specifically. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Use Isu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, it's kind of a good starting point if you're new to Assassin's Creed 2. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it does game. seem it's like a fun game. game. It's, it's kind of finally story. buried the the first story mm-hmm. that, that was of, never ending. It's really shy about it, <laughs> but but to a to a good point. At this it point. doesn't explain yeah. why you get desynchronized when you die. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh, at the beginning of like. Uh, when I started playing the game, I was like, I'm done with Assassin's Creed. Like, this is good because it's just the Odyssey story and blah, blah, blah. But now, like, I feel like they've done it well with the pre- present uh, world. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can see Assassin's Creed, like, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that way, yeah. well uh, there's rumors now that the next one, pretty, like, oh, it's, well-founded rumors yeah. that it's, like, uh, uh, a Viking yeah. era. Like, yeah. uh, that, that's going to be the next one. I'm like, I can see how they do. I'm happy, the ships, but I'm have, fucking tired like, of these ships, man. Like, yeah, I'm so done gonna, with it. Yeah, with the ships and everything. But I'm like, it's gonna be interesting. I hope to it's see a different ship, like a Viking ship. You know, they're like, kind of they they move differently. It's more like small ships mm-hmm. that go really fast in a single direction. Well, that's what I hope they do because I feel like I don't they, want them to they, change them to fit the want, engine. If they want to be like relevant to the history and like yeah. the, the, the the setting they're going so. into it's like they're going to have to do something at least a little bit different in that way. Yeah. yeah they have to i hope they learn from the the history channel vikings show because yeah. even though it wasn't like accurate or anything drama it, and research it was yeah the research well was there it was just very nice mm-hmm. yeah so i hope they do but it's like really I, 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 it's gonna <laughs> be a lot of islands 
uh, I hope not. I don't know. No, it's, so yeah, it's that's only rumors. <laughs> that's the game I played the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shall um, I go on with the, some things that I've enjoyed in entertainment? Yeah, sure. A little less mm-hmm. traditional than what we usually talk about. More hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. Huh. I, I did do an episode now. of uh, Lady Killer in a Bind, but it was uh, mm-hmm. rather short. But we are, we're still enjoying it and everything. We're going to play it to, to um, the finish. We actually started uh, mm-hmm. recording sessions and everything. But uh, I'm here to uh, talk about also the fact that I've started to uh, get an interest in uh, older movies. Oh, vaudeville acts. Uh, more, more um, precisely, uh, Eddie Cantor, okay. uh, very oh. old uh, actor from the nineteen. I would say his active years are around the forties, his peak, mm-hmm. and uh, black and white movies, uh, Technicolor, and everything. Really, the kind of physical. Pre- um, he was. I, I find that he's the Jim Carrey of his time. Now okay. Amanda's going to hate me for saying that because she hates Jim Carrey, but uh, I get it. <laughs> with reason. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Especially now that he's super supercharged SJW or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't help his cause. He always was. Uh, well, he's, from, he's from that era. Yeah. Of like, uh, just garbage, garbage comedians. Yeah, who, who, who are funny, but... He was a comedian? <laughs> Major yeah. death. Yeah. And he was a painter. <laughs> now he is. I mean, but, but I'm yeah. a painter too. <laughs> Well, there you go. You don't need to. Uh, you don't need to make anyway. millions to to, to, uh, no. to call yourself that. But yes, I watched um, three movies from uh, from around the black and white era, which is Making Whoopi, Thank Your Lucky Stars, and because I wanted to understand it a little more, Citizen Kane. Nice. Mm. Now, Making Whoopi and Thank Your Lucky Stars. Really, the star of the show is Eddie Cantor. Let me explain to you a little bit. These mm-hmm. movies back then were really uh, axed on the musical performances, okay? They often happened for no rhyme or reason, or they just presented in front of you, and it was part of the, uh, the, the whole marketing of it, okay? Um, the soundtrack of it often was released at the same time as the movie, mm-hmm. and they were often as popular and everything. And really, that's what sold the marketing of it. Yeah. The choreography, the... The, 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 the spectacle. Yes. Yeah, 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 and it really focused really differently on it. And mm-hmm. it really pays... It's really surprising to say this, but... Um, uh, I'm saying that it focused on Eddie Cantor for those two movies because he steals the show. Each and every scene that he's there, even if there's a million people around him, he is what you're looking at all the time. And he respects your time. Mm-hmm. Every single second, he's doing a different expression, or he's he's clapping his hands, or he's doing a, a he's doing a choreography, or he's singing with gusto. And back then, uh, they had to record it live. Yeah, so yeah. very active pantomime. Like you had to like exaggerate every movement. So it'd be like yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You understand that he's the king of exaggeration. He has really yeah. huge eyes, mm-hmm. really thick eyebrows. He was super, super active. He's a really small dude and everything. He yeah. was super... That's like a takeover from theater because you look really small from far. Like when Exactly. You, so you have to exaggerate so people can see like, okay, he's surprised. Yes. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> it can be subtle. It wasn't that different from theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was exactly my next point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like a high-budget theater uh, romp. 
Nice. And it's really entertaining. It's really fun. I didn't expect to enjoy it that much, honestly. I was listening to it and I didn't have any expectations, but I was like, oh, okay, I actually want to know more about this dude. Yeah. And um, it's, it's really fun. I feel like I missed out in the whole, <laughs> a whole generation of entertainment that could have, you know, put me into context. That's a, that's a cool rabbit hole of like cinema history to go down into because I yeah. feel like there's a lot in there that's not really recalled so much, but there's so much today that's inspired by that. Like musicals yes. are still a huge thing and I'm just like we're still there's still yeah. a legacy to all that era of cinema that continues today but just like we don't Although really the whole Bollywood mm-hmm. is like yes kind of inspired yeah. even yeah. though yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. a cultural yeah. Yeah. difference mm-hmm. it's kind of expi- inspired by yeah. early yeah that's like how it's exported in a certain way yeah exactly like reinterpreted yeah. in the in the local culture like or in local flavor absolutely yeah. Yeah. I do think that in Bollywood they're, they're just okay something happened there's a scene oh they break out in a musical just yeah. just like in it's really good movies. Yeah. and yeah. it's really fun because they're like okay this is a movie you're here to be entertained let's respect that time mm-hmm. yeah And there's also a huge parallel that I want to dip my fingers into it, but not too far. But there's a whole social aspect of it that's really interesting, okay, and really controversial. Because, well, back then, they had different uh, norms for, let's say, race, uh, sexism, and everything. Mm -hmm. And you really see how... Did he play What a China man? Is that what happened? Uh, he literally did blackface. Oh. He is the origin of blackface. Oh, okay. And was grossly misunderstood. Mm. He was actually helping his friends. Okay. <laughs> and it's really interesting to actually know the history behind it and the intent. The why. Which were grossly oh. different passing mm. down in time. Yeah. And it's it made me open up my eyes that just at a surface level, you just go like, wow, that's racist. Oh, that's sexist. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But if you take the whole context. Mm-hmm. Like it still at- is, but. <laughs> yeah. it, yes, the, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. still is. Uh, if you look at the legacy, if you look yeah. at the meaning at a surface level, but if you look at the individual that started it, mm-hmm. you just go like, well, he was just helping his friends out. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Traditionally in cinema, you know... What would, what do you mean by helping yeah, his like friends out? What's the context? Uh, he is actually friends with a lot of black folk and helping uh, a lot of them in life. And um, actually when like he... Like bringing them in the forefront in cinema? Yes, exactly. Like also, oh yes, I also saw the jazz scene, which also features uh, blackface mm. in, the, uh, in the movie itself. Okay. Uh, and um, the the actor I don't remember his name uh, the actor that uh, it was Eddie himself yes in uh, the jazz singer actually uh, lived close to black communities and wanted to bring that to the forefront mm-hmm. and when he died he actually got a eulogy from uh, the black community mm-hmm. uh, saying of how much uh, he contributed to the culture being brought to the forefront. Okay. Because they just didn't hire black actors back then, mm-hmm. so that was, was the their 40s, way yeah. of of putting it out there. Mm. And uh, it doesn't forgive at all the 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 all the legacy and all the yeah. misinterpretations and all the Bugs Bunny cartoons that had the black face after that. That was yeah. terrible. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a good thing, 
But I'm just saying that it's interesting to know the history behind it mm-hmm. and the original intent of it, which yeah. wasn't that bad. Well, that's the thing. It's always the question of intent versus impact. But I tend to like dismiss intent sometimes mm-hmm. because I feel like even with the best intent, you can still have a negative impact on a certain way, or it's like you can't, and you can't prove intent. You can't, yeah, you it's never true. Do. Eh? Like, it's just it's yeah. not something that's measurable. Because it remains like it's it's in someone's head. Like you don't you don't have access to that in a certain way. I think it's a complicated relationship because I feel like it's there's a certain way that's like oh maybe like there's an element of like making the culture a bit mainstream. Oh yes. But there's also like an element of like I know like like the Apu thing in a certain way. Like he is profiting a certain way from like black culture in a certain way mm, without being I agree black with himself that. so well it's like the whole Elvis thing yes yeah. he just stole a culture and like like made it popular yeah with his yours, but you pretend that it's like you don't even know or like you just yeah, yeah. I did see the parallels with Elvis uh, yeah. as I was seeing this uh, by popular I mean popular with white yeah. people right I think, like, yeah. regardless of, like, who that person was or their intentions, yeah. there is a history behind, like, the impact that they had. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. On culture and, like, on cinema. And It'd be like a villain in, in modern games where, like, they wanted to do the right thing, but they, like, caused the apocalypse or yes. something. Yes! Well, <laughs> well, I, I, do, I do agree with that. Yeah, beyond, like, heroes or villains or anything. Yeah. It just, it's like... It's like watching, like, a Lenny Riefenstahl documentary, like, I mean, as as much as, like, she was involved in, like, horrible things, mm. it's just, there's a history that you, you that can't can deny, considered. you can't, like, yeah, yeah. just, you can look at a history and be critical of it, like, you don't need, it's yeah. not because you're looking at something that you're absolutely just, um, citing with it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, of, okay, course, of course, fine, of course, of course, yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, I understand that element of like my my problem. An element of yeah, morbid curiosity. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I'd say like to me, history is more like it's baggage, mm-hmm. and it informs the current of like way we, we do things and why. By impact. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and it's it's nice to get like like interested in in it, mm-hmm. but I think what matters is what it what it yeah the impact like what what we live in right now yeah mm-hmm. yeah ultimately the yeah. impact lingers. i just said what you the said intent. in <laughs> uglier words but, <laughs> but you know yeah nice to know you're in the same wavelength it's okay as long as we agree on garfield <laughs> he should be left in history <laughs> yes i agree it should be left in the 90s and um, yeah, I found it cool, really interesting just, yeah. to actually know mm-hmm. a lot of history behind it. I had, I know nothing about this. And, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't be able to watch a movie if you would go like, oh, this is a scene with blackface. What the hell? I'm going to put it in the garbage, right? Yeah. Most well, people would just go like, what? What is this repugnant piece of shit? You need to know your history. Yeah. yeah. That's and true. Yeah. It opened up my eyes in the whole whole big um a generation of movies and also uh not just not just uh the, the, you watch the citizen games yes citizen the greatest King. movie of all time oh my god <laughs> i think it's a big title to bear i'm not sure if it is 
I do think that the the end game of its time. <laughs> the thing is, the production level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The clapping scene. It was. It's. It's. It, it still leaves an impact. Um, Shia, Shia LaBeouf uh, did, did a nice uh, did, did a nice uh, tribute to it. But uh, Citizen Kane is. Uh, I would say by rewatching it, I think it's the second time that I rewatch it. What's oh, okay. really particular about it is how big the sets are. How amazing... Have uh, heard of Kurosawa? Well, yeah. Okay. Kurosawa is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, Come to think yeah. of it, yes. Yeah. But, you know, Citizen Kane had huge palace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's huge with... Uh, it seems like it's millions of statues stuffed in it. Yeah, Whether it's strong effects, set design, yes, great direction, the blocking, set design, they do it well. Yeah, that's the only thing that I own that I found that really stood out from the movie. Okay, it's a traditional story yeah. of, a, of like a couple falling apart and whatnot, and and a millionaire that was a philanthropist that gives money uh, to others and uh, is a generally good guy, but then meets uh, great intentions but terrible impact. Yes, oh. yes. And and eventually meets someone that he he ends up going out with and changes his life and goes to the wrong part of it and has a fallout in the relationship and she actually fights back which is surprising because it shows also it's the first time that it's the earliest movie that I could find a uh, woman in a relationship that was faced with oh this is the end you shouldn't go away from me. And the woman turns around and goes, you know what? I can. And I will. And it's going to hurt you. And I'm yeah, leaving. That's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found it so powerful. Uh, and I, I was like, wow, good on you. It's based on the life of um, like a newspaper mogul. Yeah. yeah. Really? I can't remember anything, but yeah. I forget the name. But uh, it's... I don't think I'll remember the name. <laughs> I think it's a great movie. Is it the greatest movie ever? The thing is, it lacks physical humor. It lacks a lot of uh, musical numbers that were big back then also. Mm. The story is not super complicated, but it's not that clever. It's really the set pieces. So, I don't know if it earns best movie of all time, but come on. It's pretty cool. You've heard it here, folks. Not the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> Citizen Kane is not the greatest movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's rare that I uh, make a Pierre of myself, but I have to look at it with a critical eye. But, Rosebud. Yeah. Rosebud, yes. I don't care about that sled, honestly. <laughs> the spoiler no one cares for yeah no, this, uh, nobody cares about that spoiler at this point yeah but yes um it seems like we would need to uh wrap this up it's a critical point in our podcast i'm gonna be playing mother three and uh more doubt oh yeah mother three yeah uh when are you uh, going to think that you'll be able to finish mother three because we're looming with our first uh spoiler cast yeah, hopefully by next podcast. Next, by next podcast? Mm-hmm. Are you able to finish it by next podcast also? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll try. If we can't, we'll do it for the uh, for the one after, okay? Yeah. That's the uh, deadline or whatever. It's loose. <laughs> it's eight chapters. Yeah. Yeah, it's eight chapters. I could finish it within... Tw- the, my first playthrough was 25 hours without any acceleration or whatnot, so... 
Excellent. All right. So, um, in the next week, I intend to play more Risk of Rain 2, and I'm going to buy Devil May Cry 5. I think I gave in. Uh, just the gameplay of V was enough for, for me to be sold because it was amazing. I looked at people stream it. I, I looked at my, my girlfriend stream it, and uh, I, I love it. I want to look stylish. I want to be an edgy boy slaying <laughs> demons <laughs> with my time. This is how I want to uh, waste my time. <laughs> how about you, Mr. Pierre? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so uh, thank you for coming in to three canadian thumbs and uh don't forget you could reach us at three ct three c thumbs at gmail.com and if you want to join us in an active discussion on discord don't forget tinyurl.com slash three c thumbs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Rita actually perked his ass. <laughs> she wanted to. I think you wanted to fart in the mic. Don't believe Andor's lies. <laughs> anyway, join our Discord at tinyurl.com/slash3ctdiscord in order to have an active discussion with little old us. So I have been Jamie, uh, Game of Thrones, Garfield. <laughs> And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. White walkers everywhere. <laughs>